Take you out of this place. Someone
At Whole Foods Market, we're having a sale in our seafood department where you can get fresh, sustainable seafood at a great price. Is it possible to get this same quality seafood at an even lower price? Yes, but you would have to become a fisherman and hold yourself to the same high sourcing standards our fishing partners meet every day. So why not stay dry? Save on responsibly farmed, peeled, and deveined shrimp at your local Whole Foods Market. Just $8.99 a pound through Tuesday. Visit WholeFoodsMarket.com for all of this week's sales. This is my heartbeat song and I'm gonna play it. Been so long I forgot how to turn it up.
it's like you hear this live and you almost want to do like the radio voice like introduction you know it's like and here they are straight <laughs> from Mawa, new jersey that's right from the studios in ramapo college in new jersey wrpr studios i i totally the agree guys with you, from off topic steve spanup and the, <sighs> the guy who's jewish and raised from fairlawn that's right randy zoe I don't know how it got to that point, but <laughs> it's es- great. It's escalated to the Jewish comments. And and by the way, did you notice how I was making the applause thing and yeah, the, like, the cheering? Like, we have a whole soundboard here, by the way, guys. It's not it's not that primitive. It's not that primitive. We don't station. know how to use. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why we didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> we do things. We have some really good equipment in here that we don't know how to use. We like to do it ourselves. All right, don't tell them that, Randy. Tell them the truth, okay? It's not that we don't know how to use it. We want to do it ourselves. No, that's the truth. I don't know how to use it. (laughs) That's true. He's right. He's right. Hey, when you're right, you're right, you know? I had popcorn before. Ooh. You know what? I kind of wish that one room was open over there to get some popcorn. Do you know where I got the popcorn from? That one room? No. Ah. The security office. Wait, wait, wait. They have access to that room? No, they had a popcorn machine in the security office. They stole the room... No, popcorn machine? they just have a popcorn they machine. They have their own? They have their own popcorn machine in the security office. That's not right. I think that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, maybe if you know, you won't only get work I'm, done. I might be saying that because I got popcorn. Yeah. But that's you wouldn't amazing. be saying that if you needed them. No, if I didn't have popcorn, <laughs> I'd be really upset. That's but true. I have it for the fact that I got popcorn, good day. You know, at night, you know, when you walk out of here and you're getting mugged and you call up the security and they're like... They're eating that popcorn. <laughs> quickly, it back, you know? quickly stop the mugger. Popcorn goes <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's great, man. All of a sudden, you just see someone just like, it's okay. I didn't drop the popcorn. <laughs> he got away. But was good. The popcorn Listen, was good. The popcorn was popcorn. safe, though. It was, you know, that sweet kettle right there. Oh. You know, you got to save that kind. That's expensive popcorn. All right. So we're live here at WRPR Studios at the wonderful campus of Rampo College, New Jersey. Uh, weird weather going on. Not that you're going to get weather reports from me. Uh, 7.09 p.m. here, Eastern Time. I'd like to appreciate, say thank you, and I appreciate everybody logging on, listening, and um, watching the Facebook videos mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. They get to see my ugly mug. I, that's what I apologize Come on, for. man. I apologize. Thank Don't sell you. yourself short on that one. Uh, I'm thinking of being honest. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. being you know, honest. Yeah. I think you got the nice, fresh cut. You know, you're looking pretty good, man. I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. I don't believe you, but I think <laughs> Do I have that? I look don't. On my I face? don't. I don't believe you. Do I have the okay. flattering look on my face? Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how did we get here? I don't know. Really. Man. I don't um, know. Show brought to you by BackSportsPage.com. Uh, the relaunch is coming. Be, beware, be, be, beware, be ready. BackSportsPage.com coming to an internet near you. That's right. Um, That's right. It's a different. Um, you know where to try. Damn, we're going to uh, definitely try doing the um, YouTube live yeah we should definitely do that you know i don't i I think so i mean youtube live uh would be uh, good it's going to be but hey hey you know um uh, it's definitely worth a try just trying to figure out did you get to watch any of the espies last night i did actually yeah Uh, how how was it i i I missed i pretty much (sighs) so i I watched it with one of my friends and uh how did john cena do as the host did he do a good job i didn't love him i can't say i did you know i think he's because he's got the stigma of oh pro wrestling guy that's that's exactly what it was, to be quite honest with you. For somebody who does not watch wrestling, you know, myself, I, I think I got his, he has that stigma. I knew I know I know of him because I know he's a he's a wrestler and uh, yeah, I just didn't I, see him in that comedy role hosting the ESPYs, you know? He's good comedy in the wrestling world. You know, yeah, he's, yeah. He, he he meets that audience and, uh, and that's there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, not at all. And uh I mean 
I'm sure there's a huge fan base that loved it, you know, watching him up there on stage. And it definitely brought, you know, the wrestling world into the sports a little bit, which is important, I think, for the wrestling world. I think they're trying to do that, you know, with, with Coachman being there and whatnot, too, as well. So I think it was a, a home run for that. But I don't know, man. I'm not really sure about what everybody else thought. I, I just I didn't love it. You know, I wouldn't tune in again if I knew he was going to be the host next year. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to um, give him another – it was an experiment. No, no, I, I don't mean literally him be there next year, but, you know, if I if I knew, you know, what it was going to be like, I wouldn't have watched. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, we're going to do a real quick, uh, quick, just a quick score. And I do want to say this, though. What I did like about it is, um, you know, he wasn't afraid to really touch some touchy sop subjects with his comedy. I, I really like that, too. I hate when people dance around things. You know, he went right at stuff, you know, and, and it's important. It's important not to lose that. You know, um, that comical sense. Yeah, you know, no, I think that's important. In people in general. Here, here's a good question for you. Um, and not to jump all over the place, but... Hey, we're off topic, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> um, Major League Baseball gets back to business tomorrow, correct? Yes. Uh, if they're all stopped right Yep. Man, it just seems like such a long wait. Not that I'm really following anything yeah. about baseball this year. But um, real, like, real quick, let's just... Let's just have some fun with this. And let's do, this. do it, man. Let's do it, Let's man. do this one time. Get the YouTube video out of the way. Get that, yeah. You know, hey, listen, we got to get our quota in for that. You know, we'll, well last week we didn't have we didn't have anything else, so no, yeah, listen, we're just like, all right, we got to work off the YouTube thing. Yeah, um, I I had fun last week, man. I don't know about you. I did too. I'm just I'm just a little tired. I always so. have fun with you over there, Randy. Come on. All right, this sports update was brought to you by uh, BackSportsPage.com. Yes, we're using ESPN Sports Center music, but uh, hey, listen, let's Major do it. League Baseball back to back to business tomorrow. Uh, Texas at Chicago, two thirty p.m. Uh, the Red Sox are at the New York Yankees at the stadium. The, your, your, well, not your Mets, but the Metropolitans <laughs> are out in Philadelphia. First game after the break. See, they're going to try and right the shift, right the ship, not the shift. Yeah, um, yeah. Pittsburgh at Washington, Kansas City at Detroit, Milwaukee, Cincinnati, Baltimore, Tampa Bay. Uh, also. Uh, Colorado will be at Atlanta. Cleveland at Minnesota. Miami at St. Louis. The Dodgers will be at the Diamondbacks. White Sox at the Angels. And Toronto and Oakland. And to close out the schedule, uh, Seattle hosts Houston. Uh, tomorrow with everyone back at the... Um, everyone back at... Uh, back to work on Major League Baseball. Other news uh, this past week that since we've been gone. Tim Duncan officially retiring from the NBA. Uh I love the big fundamental. I, I feel that he didn't deserve the MVP award back in 2002. Still a little bitter about that. Should have been Jason Kidd. That's just me. Big Nets fan um, over there. Yeah, I'm a big. I'm, I'm a very, very, very big. Uh, big Nets fan. I like it. You know, and, right? It's fair to say. If you're a golf fan, Phil Mickelson, the leaderboard. <laughs> Phil Mickelson's oh, leader right now. Yeah, he is leaderboard uh, minus eight. Uh, but that's the senior open he's, uh, he's playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you're thinking of a different Phil Mickelson. You're thinking of Phil Nicholson. This is Phil Mickelson. I know, I know, I know. Oh, oh, God. He's a good guy, too. Phil, we lo- we Phil love him Nicholson both. is sitting there like, oh, I still watch golf oh. on my TV. Yes. He actually is in a commercial. Doesn't he do like, some kind of I think commercial? so. With like, Chris Bosh and some yeah, like, it was race something, driver? Yeah, it was something like that. It was like some sort of age thing. I can't remember exactly what it is. I it's definitely an age <laughs> thing. <laughs> I, just, uh, <laughs> I realized how bad that sounded after I said, yeah, it's, you know, it's an age thing. It's, oh, it's crap. It's an age thing, it's you know? Age thing. Uh, oh. 
Uh, Chalk it up to the age thing. I'm glad nobody listens to this show for serious sports news. <laughs> this, would, this would be a really bad situation. <laughs> Give us a call. Um, so I, I'm I'm happy with I'm happy but sad about the news for Tim Duncan. I really was hoping last year, you know, him taking a little sacrifice financially to come back to work with Lamarcus Aldridge and and him getting the opportunity at another championship, uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder knocking the Spurs out in six games, Duncan getting a standing ovation from the Oklahoma City crowd. Very stand-up <clears> guy. I think, you know. I think that was very, very, very good. Yeah. Like, In fact, at their last home game when they lost game five, a lot of people were like, did we just watch Tim Duncan and Manu Ginobili have their last home game as Spurs players? And I was like, nah, they're not going to retire. Like, I, was, I don't want to say denial was the word I was looking for, but I didn't really want to buy into it. I think – you know, he did 19 seasons, and I think I really would have liked to seen him do 20. And that was just – that's just me. I'm, I'm still one of those traditional basketball fans. I still believe in the center and the power forward yeah, and the yeah. small forward and the shooting guard and not five – just five guys who can do everything. Like, that's why I hate the Warriors. I'm like, you guys are killing the game of yeah, basketball. Yeah. So you guys actually pass the ball on the start? To each other on the perimeter? You bastards. <laughs> you bastards. What are you doing? Where's Draymond Green down low? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Draymond Green, speaking of somebody, uh, he's a little bit of trouble over there. Draymond sure, Green, yeah. Sure you may have heard the news, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, you know, it's funny. I read the story, and Bill, I, was, I messaged Bill Ingram. I was like, yep. I was like, he's like, let the Warriors um, rocky offseason the curse, huh? Is yeah, that what it is? Is that what Dude, he's predicting? I got to tell you something. There's there's two things now. There's two stories that you have to follow if you're an NBA fan for the rest of the offseason. Will Russell Westbrook start the season as a member of the Oklahoma City Thunder? Definitely not. And will Draymond Green get suspended for the beginning of the year? Ooh, you think so, really? You think NBA is going to go uh, if, if take this another step? Because, I mean, it did happen in the offseason, right? It happened during the offseason, and he got arrested. So it's oh, He was arrested for this? I, didn't, I guess I didn't look too much into the story. Okay, let's. I just know that he punched this Michigan State football player. Probably, probably agree, uh, deserved it. He said uh, something about um, Draymond Green giving his girl eyes or something. I don't know what that was. I don't know if he uh, she gave eyes to her or he looked at her with his eyes. Okay, it says here <laughs> Michigan State Spartans cornerback uh, Jermaine Edmondson alleges he was punched by Draymond Green of the Golden State Warriors. And Draymond says he smacked him. Correct. So, Broncos wide receiver says. Draymond Green did nothing wrong. From That's from uh, courtesy of NBC Sports. Uh, let me just read the headline here. Broncos wide receiver says Draymond Green did nothing wrong. Again, courtesy of NBC Sports. Golden State Warriors forward Draymond Green was arrested on assault charges last weekend after allegedly slapping a football player at, at his alma mater, Michigan State. Green was apparently with Broncos wide receiver Benny Fowler in East Lansing last Saturday night and s- Sunday morning. And Fowler told ESPN's Mark J. Spears that Green did nothing wrong. On Saturday night, Draymond and I were uh, eating in East Lansing, Fowler said, and at no point did Draymond punch anyone. The claims against him are beyond false, and I look forward to the truth coming out. Hmm. Okay, so apparently there's some discrepancy here. And if the if the whole thing is dropped and ends up being a false hoax, then Draymond will not get any suspension. Mm-hmm. If there is some truth to this story, this, um, you know, for, Benny Fowler could be just trying to help his buddy out. Yeah, yeah. Then there's going to be a problem. Yeah. So 
it'll be very Who's Benny Fowler, by the way? I mean, did, did he catch any balls for the Broncos last year? He's the one who made sure he slapped everybody in the ass on the sidelines for the Broncos. Ah, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I might have you. seen him. I did. I, I, I think I saw him with a Gatorade bottle in his hand or a cup or something, passing it off yeah, to he was Peyton. <laughs> he was he was he, he, he was the the base uh, story you know the base character of the story the water boy. Oh, okay, <laughs> it's around him. I got you. I think I know who it is now. I know. Yeah. <laughs> not even close to true. No, no, no. <laughs> this guy's probably uh, like six even. four. He's runs a four three forty. He's about to be like the sing you know the six superstar I, I, coming I, up. I have a strange feeling of Benny Fowler is going to be knocking on my door, and then he's going to be punching me out. So <laughs> for, for making that and Draymond's going to be there to, yeah, you know, Dray- <laughs> to be his witness. Yeah. And he's going to punch me in the face. Draymond's going to kick me in the crotch. And, and, uh, I didn't say anything. Draymond's going to say, uh, t- <laughs> keep, keep true to form. I didn't say anything. So, I don't know. So, that, so that story is um, in the news. Well, Russell Westbrook. Um, the general feeling is that they might make a move with the Boston Celtics. Heard that too, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a rumor, right? Yeah, again, strictly rumor. Uh, the rumor is that they would make a deal with them to try and get some younger players, and as well as some of the draft picks that the Nets traded for the uh, for mm-hmm. the rights to Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce, which was the worst trade in NBA history. Yeah, they gave up a lot for that. So if you think about those picks, those will be high draft picks. Oklahoma City can pretty much rebuild their team in one year with a whole bunch of younger players. Yeah. Those are giving up is Russell Westbrook. Now, uh, I know a lot of people who love Russell Westbrook. Uh, you know, he's, a, he's an all-star, 20 games. You know, he's all-star MVP. I, I'm not sure. See, when we say Russell Westbrook, you know, MVP and so on and so forth, um, Kevin Durant says relationship. Um, Kevin Dur- yeah. <laughs> See, it's funny. Well, I wanted to get, get some stats and everything. Yeah, and yeah, the first yeah. thing that comes up, Kevin Durant says relationship with Russell, Russell Westbrook, Westbrook will, will never be the same. Um, Celtics targeting Blake uh, Blake Griffin will will, will make make major deals soon. So the Celtics are targeting Griffin and uh, Westbrook. I think they're just going to go with whoever they can get. Or first. it's one of, it's one or the yeah. other. Because if they got two of those guys, if they got those two guys, I mean, if they add, I don't know who else they could add, but if they could add somebody else or a couple complementary players, that could be a really good team in the East. And you know, they came out of nowhere. Nobody thought that the Celtics Celtic next year are going to be competing with Cleveland. That could be a a really, um, really good squad, man. It's good if, vibes. If you, um, if you do that, if you're Boston, you're getting Wes- Russell Westbrook, 23 points per game, 10 assists a game, 7.8 boards a game, shooting 45% from the field, and uh, he only shot 29, about close to 30% from the, from the uh, three-point line, 81% free throw shooter. But you're getting a guy who's almost averaging a triple-double. He's, no, he's, aver- a, he's, he's averaging, he's averaging a double-double. This is, he had a career-high in assists this past year. Um, I mean, my prediction is if he's on Oklahoma next year, and they don't really add much, they're not going to be bad. They're not going to be bad. They're going to be terrible at all. They're not going to be a championship. No, no, one hundred percent. They're not winning the championship. At the same time, though, that guy he's going to average for the season a triple double. Yeah, but if he goes goes to Boston, oh, it's going to be. I mean, he still can though. I mean, uh, I think him and Blake Griffin together. They would really complement each other. Yeah, I think Boston Boston doesn't have the assets to make two deals. I think they have the assets to make one. Um, that's your that's your side right there. I mean, I, you know. Yeah, that's I'm the NBA guy. You're the we're NBA we're guy right there. Transfer yeah. over to the NFL. You know, training camp starts soon. Yes. Are, are you excited or what, man? Can I tell you? It feels does it is it me or does the NFL offseason feel a little longer this year? It does. Yeah. I don't know what the, it does it, feel it, a little longer. I felt like all right. Well, we got to the finals. We're a month into. Um, you know, I, I thought I always thought it started earlier. I, in fact, I got the schedule for Giants uh, training camp, and there's only like. 10, 12 days of actual camp. Really? 
Yeah, that's it, it gets shortened every year, huh? Yeah, last I remember there was like the first, the second half of July, yeah, all the way to through the end of August was training camp, and then the season started. Now it was like one or two days of July and the month of and half the month of August, and everything else is just like. Mm-hmm. I only applied for like four days. Yeah, like yeah, four or five days. I am only going to go on Thursdays and Sundays. But, but I mean, at least you get to go Thursday, Sunday. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Cool I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop over to training camp and yeah. we'll, we'll talk with some of the guys and see what's course, going on for yeah. the season. Um, we've got you know we've got everything set up for the first two preseason games with the Dolphins and the Patriots. Um, Giants schedule I'm not thrilled with. Um, as far as like exciting or thrilled with, as far as like I, I think the, the opponents, I think the difficulty in the opponents. We'll we'll do that in a few minutes. Yeah, we'll, we'll go over finish, that. Definitely finish off this um, NBA this NBA topic. We're, we're not going to go off topic this time. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going back on we're, topic. We're, well, we're, we're, we're doing the opposite of off topic because SN sources and <laughs> Celtics targeting Blake Griffin. I just want to um, Celtics targeting Blake Griffin will make major deals soon. Okay, this is also coming from Sean Devani. Uh, Okay, I'll take that. We could do Devani. Devani from the uh, from SN News. The Celtics are uh, are up to something. Talk to any front office executive here at the annual summer league festivities, and the consensus is that a major deal involving Boston is coming soon. But it may not be uh, may not be the deal that most are expecting. While speculation is held that the Celtics will pursue Thunder point guard Russell Westbrook after Kevin Durant left the team to join the Warriors, sources told Sporting News that Westbrook's representatives have been given no word of a potential deal. Westbrook can become a free agent after this season, so it would be part of a due diligence of the Celtics to find out if he would be willing to consider staying in Boston long term. So that's going to be tough for a team to actually get him in general because, I mean, they have to figure out if he wants to be with them after the first year, right? I mean, that's... That's it. That's a one-year term right there for whichever team, and then it's he's. I think regardless wherever wherever he goes, he's going to actively seek free agency and try to get best money. He's young. He's great. He's going to. I mean, I think he's a ball hog personally, but he's a great player. At the same time, he makes shots. He he drives a hole. He does dish the ball. I mean, if you're going to average triple double, you have to average insist too. You know. With the the only thing with Westbrook is when the game gets a little tight, a big game gets tight down the stretch, he turns the ball over, and that's the big thing. I think he, you know. Um, just really just to finish off this article, that does not necessarily rule out a trade for Westbrook to Boston, but it makes it unlikely at least until the contract is made that the Celtics are now targeting him. The team has viewed as this, uh, this as a crucial summer, so their activity is, uh, so activity is expected. The Celtics are stocked with young players, have a raft of the future picks available, and have already signed big man Al Horford in free agency as they hope to push closer to the Raptors and, and Cavaliers in the East. The likely target for the Celtics, according to the front office source, is Clippers forward Blake Griffin. The Clippers have been weighing trade options for Griffin all season, and the possibility of a three-team package involving Sacramento sending Rudy Gay to the Clippers has emerged. The Celtics have give have would give up a number of upcoming draft picks, but opposing front office members say they don't want to give up either uh, either Brooklyn either draft picks. Opposing the front office members say they don't want to give up either Brooklyn pick Boston can own over the next two years. Uh, the Clippers have 31-year-old point guard uh, Chris Paul on hand, and league sources have said that if the Clippers move Griffin, a, a move that Clippers coach and front office head uh, head Dr. Office, Doc Rivers is reluctant to do, they will they want the deal to involve draft picks and a front-line star who can keep them in the Western Conference contention. Um, and the Celtics are also talking about the possibility of going after Kevin Love. 
So see you later. So I'm, sure, I'm sure Cleveland wouldn't have any problem. Uh, Cleveland would be like, him. just give us a draft pick yeah. and whatever you have in your pockets. We'll take a fourth round go. pick. Give us a signed Kevin McHale jersey and he's yours. We'll take a Ram seventh round pick for that. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> give us an autographed Bill Belichick sweatshirt and, yeah. we're, and we're good, guys. We're good. <laughs> take them. <laughs> Just take them. Uh, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry picking on Kevin Love. I have to, though. You I mean, after what he did in the playoffs last year, I got to do it. Sorry. <laughs> just, I, just, I just want you to think about this conversation. <laughs> hey, Danny, how you doing? It's, uh, you know, it's Mr. Griffin from Cleveland. <laughs> how you doing, man? Good. So about that Kevin Love trip. Yeah, wh- what do you want for Kevin? You know, uh, well. you know we, d- we did notice his stock went down a little bit in the finals. How about this? Give us whatever change you have in your pocket. <laughs> an I honor, a couple of An autograph Larry Bird and Robert <laughs> Parrish picture. Don't call the day. And one of those Boston, you know, some of that New England clam chowder. You got yourself, oh, a, oh you yeah, got yourself oh yeah. a power forward. There you go. You, a deal, right? Yeah, power forward. <laughs> <laughs> we got, you got yourself. Well, lack of power forward. You got yourself a power forward who thinks he's a shooting guard. He's all yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so. he's afraid to shoot the ball, though, too. So it's actually it's kind of it's kind of weird. Kind of weird. I don't know what he thinks he is. He doesn't know what he is right now. No, he doesn't know what the hell he is. He forgot. I mean, he was great over in, in, in Minnesota, right? I mean, I, f- I don't. Was, I don't think he was did great it in Minnesota. Nobody knows really, but right? The thing is, though, when Except you're when you're playing, at, yeah, when you're playing <laughs> on a, yeah, what happens in Minnesota? The five people in Minnesota watching the basketball game, you yeah, know how great he was. They, they get to enjoy their four days of spring. And yeah, yeah, you know. Two zero one eight two five one two three four. If you want to jump in on this topic, oh yeah. Uh, he's Steve Spanup at Steve Spanup. Uh, I'm Randy Zelia at Randy BSP on Twitter and Instagram. Um, yeah, so. So let's uh, let's jump over to the NFL. Let's do it, man. Let's go over to the um, NFL. I know we'll probably jump back to the NBA we'll, uh, at a re. We'll restart at eight o'clock. And yeah, we do golf too. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, I, I, I didn't. I mean, hey, we might have to get an update. There wasn't Sports Center music to, to do it. We might um, have to get an update. So listen, you're a Jets fan. Yeah, oh yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I let's enjoy watching them. Yeah. Let's let's do the win loss win loss record. Game. Ooh, it's funny. I got the schedule right up here too, man. I got it. Let's do it. Okay, let's I got the it. schedule right here. Are we counting preseason games? No, no preseason. No preseason. Games. No preseason okay. games. Uh, should we go live on Facebook to do this? Yeah, let's do it, man. Why not, right? All right, so we'll we'll do live. We're not gonna do the iPad. We're gonna do the phone. Okay, go with the phone. Either or, man. We're on. Let's right? welcome That's it. it. We're going to welcome in our Facebook audience in about a second. Yes, guys. All right, we're welcoming our Facebook audience back here. Don't uh, get jealous. Steve, Steve Spanup, at Steve Spanup on Twitter. I'm Randy, at Randy BSP. Uh, New York Jets fans, let's talk about the schedule. Let's, let's do talk it, guys. about your schedule. Well, first off, before we do, before we even jump into the schedule, you're a Jet fan. Yes, sir. I'm not a Jet fan. No, he's not. Um, but let's talk about the Ryan Fitzpatrick situation. Oh, man, that's a lot uh, to talk about, too. So, Are you um, – do you want him back? I mean, yeah, of course. I like definitely do. I mean, I don't uh, – he gives the Jets the best chance to win the game, of course, uh, out on the field, out of all four quarterbacks, including himself. He gives the best chance out on the field, and that's what scares me if he doesn't sign or the Jets don't sign him. If they can't reach a deal, I don't think we'll make the playoffs. We, we have a great defense. We have, you know, uh, we have the pieces there. We have, we have, a, we have a good wide receiver squad. We have a, a pretty solid running back now, and Matt Forte is a vet, savvy. Love him. Um, we just need that quarterback position. I think what ended up happening last year with the uh, the New York Jets was they they meant it to be a rebuilding year. Yeah. And they actually they had success, and they did it with veterans. Yeah. So, what do you do? Do you try and build up some of these younger players that you want to go build around, yeah. and you know start training your quarterback of the future now, or do you but do it where it's like who's that quarterback of the future? Is it Geno? They don't have. A quarterback is it Hackenberg? <laughs> is, I mean, is they it Petty? They don't have a quarterback for the future. No, they don't. They really don't. Out of all the quarterbacks, 
I mean, I guess maybe people can get kind of excited about Christian Hackenberg. I mean, the the great Herm loved him. He said he's watched him. When we interviewed him, I remember him mentioning. He he said he gave him his you know his nod, and that that's that's enough for me. Some you know Herm, he's got great mind in the football game, but uh, at the same time though, I don't know if I can really agree with that. I watched him at Penn State. I didn't love him, you know. Uh, yeah, I I just don't. I, I think he didn't. I think he has um a lot of turnovers too at Penn State. As opposed to to Petty, actually, if you want to bring up numbers, I think Petty had under ten interceptions in like four years at at Baylor. So I mean, that's that's a pretty sick stat in my eyes. And if you notice right now, I'm not even talking about Geno Smith. I think that Geno Smith that that died. I think that that is dying a slow, agonizing death. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Jet fans, let, let us know at two one two five one two Let us know if you think Geno Smith should be your quarterback for this upcoming season. Should the Jets be chasing after? Um, you know, should they be chasing after Ryan Fitzpatrick? Is this really worth their time to try and do this? Or no? I know I, I have my opinion. My opinion is, if you're going to build for the future, then build for the future. If you're going to win now, you, have, you when you bring in Matt Forte and you have Brandon Marshall and you have Eric Decker, pieces you, are there. Yeah, you have pieces to compete to win now. So go for it. And you have a, a veteran like Fitzpatrick. Who else are these other guys like Petty and Smith going to learn from? Uh, each other. I mean, that's that's really tough to even you know say who they're going to learn from. I it's mean, that's the Chan Gailey, I guess. I mean, he's a quarterbacks coach, right? That's that's not that's not a selling point because if you're trying to se- okay, so you're telling me for guys who are still out there because there are decent players still available out there in free agency, and you're trying to you know as far as quarterbacks go, you're saying I'm saying in general. Oh, okay, in yeah, general, you st- you still have. You still have people out there that are that are available. You can go out there. You know, you want to sign a couple guys here and there to help fill in the to fill in the blanks for certain for, for certain pieces. For no, you, no, you definitely do. I mean, y- you need you need those pieces out there, and uh, they definitely have those pieces right now, Randy. You know, you're, I mean, they're just missing that quarterback position. It's really heartbreaking well, yeah, as a Jet fan to see this. You need Matt Forte. You you have Matt Fat, Matt Forte. You have Brandon Marshall, like I said. You have Eric Decker. You have these guys available. Even at the running back position. I mean, it doesn't even have to fall all Matt Forte. The guy just has to be there like 75% of the time. I mean, they have Zach Stacy. I mean, they have other players. Powell, I mean, the guy's a savvy vet, too, for the Jets. I mean, they have pieces there that can even – even the backups I'm, are there. I'm not, I'm not sold on the idea of not having Ryan Fitzpatrick back. No, I know. I, I think know. they need him. Yeah. I, think, I think this is a, a game that has gone on long enough. So I think that the Jets have to make a move. Uh, 201-825-1234, let me know what your thoughts about that is. Um, what do you think about going out and maybe uh, trading? You know, is, is that possibility still out there? I just don't know. I, trades trades in the NFL are so yeah, rare. Yeah, they never happen. They're yeah. so rare. So when they do happen, it's usually because of it. Yeah. Remember when Marshawn got traded from Buffalo to Seattle? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, definitely. It's it's such a rarity. That, it's going to be interesting to see what Seattle's going to do this year without him. Yeah, well, I do like, again, running back situation. I like their running backs, actually. Rawls, um, they just got another kid, Alex Collins, I think. Um, they have another uh, couple people that they drafted. I, I do like it. I think they have a squad. And I think that running back position, too, is that one of those positions where you need those bets anymore? I think these young 25-year-olds that can you know run the 4-4-4. Yeah, four, 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 no one's going to invest money in running backs anymore. No, not to. You don't, you don't need it. Well, you know, we, we spoke to Jason McCourty from Tennessee. Yeah. And we talked about the fact that he has – the Marco Murray now, yeah. and yeah. Anytime Anthony Fazano, we talked about the fact that he's got Murray, he's yeah. got these guys, he's got Mariota, and all these other guys. It's good, but how good in yeah. that sense? 
No, you're right. You're completely right. It's 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 tough, man. It, uh, I feel bad for these running backs too. Like they're getting, a, you know, they're pounding out there, um, you know, taking a pounding, and they're not even getting paid. I mean, all during the whole NBA um, money thing, the people that were tweeting out from the uh, athletic world, a lot of them were running backs tweeting out, and you know, with upset about this whole situation, and uh, by rightfully so, these guys are making what? I mean, C.J. Anderson got paid. I th- I think it was like eight million in them. And I'm like, wow, that, that's all? This guy was on a, a, a Super Bowl team. He's, like, he's a big part of that. He's an intricate part of that, that offense. You know? And, I mean, he's not even getting the money. No, it's true. I, I, listen, I agree with you on that. Um, why don't we do this? Um, let's hype up the Jets schedule thing. Let's, let's give it another couple minutes. Yeah. Um, Matt Forte, good, good pickup or bad pickup? Good pickup. Okay. Good pickup. Savvy vet. Savvy vet. If we can get, like I said, 60 to 75% out of him. You know, out on the field wise, but I think he could be all right. But is he worth it? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. What, what did they give him? How many years was that? Two years? I think it was a two-year deal. Yeah, which is not bad for somebody who's what twenty-eight, twenty-nine. I think it, I think it was a two or three-year deal, and I'm not, it's not a bad it's not a bad gig. No, no, definitely not. I mean, for him to walk into a situation like that, um, again, I mentioned Chan Gailey before. I love him as you know the uh, the coach over there for for the Jets. I think he can really help that that offense out a lot, especially. With uh, Brandon Marshall, like you said, Eric Decker, uh, Matt Forte now. I mean, I think they can really do some things. It's just really, really tough to see who's going to be at the quarterback position over there. Well, I mean, I've, I've had talked to some people, too, that think that uh, Gino in that system could actually work. You know, Chan Gelly could actually help him, but seems like you have uh, different thoughts on that. You said you don't think the coach can really pull it together like that for him. I'm, not a, I'm not a huge fan of Gino Smith. I'm not a huge yeah. fan of some of these younger guys they yeah. have. I think when you have veterans – you want to have a veteran quarterback. Yeah. You need yeah. to have a veteran quarterback. I think that's the best way of talking. Guys, we're talking Jets football. Yes, we Why are. Why don't we do this? Why don't we go to a music break? We'll, we'll, we'll hop off Facebook and everything. We'll, we'll hype up the Jets schedule. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right, so we'll go back with some more Jets football talk uh, right after this. WRPR 90.3 FM. What do, we, what do we got music-wise? Oh, let's do it. Let's see, we got something to go off on right now real quick. Uh, mm. do, do we want old school? I, hey, listen, we've been doing old school all day. I think we should rock out with some little, you know, some old school, man. Uh, oh, there we go. There we go. Little outcast. WRPR 90.3 FM. Thank you very much. We'll be right back. Awesome.
All right, we're back here at WRPR 90.3 FM. Off topic with Steve Spanup at Steve Spanup. How you guys doing over there? We're talking Jets. Talking Jets. Oh, we have a weak connection. Oh, that's not good at all. So we are, uh, we're back here talking is Jets it, is football. Is it raining? Is it, no, no, we got clear skies. Clear know. skies. Clear skies. Looking at me. <laughs> Looking at clear skies. Oh, we got some good voices over here. Wow. You can do a little well, duet. That's right. You know? That's right. Don't forget to tip your waitress on the way out. That's right. Anyway, so WRPR, we are here uh, talking a little Jets football. Uh, really quick, this is uh, this part of the show is brought to you by Guerrero Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu School in Caldwell, New Jersey. Check them out online. Uh, get your free um, free couple class sessions going out to them. You get to try out the class uh, for kickboxing. You get to try three classes for 20 bucks. Get three pair of gloves, and you try it out there. I've, I've been doing it now for close to two months. I was about to say, Randy, aren't you doing it now? Yeah, I am doing out. it now, and it rocks the house. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Yeah. Who, who doesn't have – who's not on the Facebook Live feed right now? Uh, let me the tell you, Randy, first sign, first sign that you're aging yourself up, the Facebook Live. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Facebook Live. Oh, it's not the Facebook Live. Okay. It's Facebook Live. It's, Facebook yeah, it's live not feed. the Facebook yeah, Live. It's yeah. just Facebook Live. Apparently, I am getting old. Hey, listen, I told you. I turn, first uh, sign that we're getting you, old. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I just became a dad. You know, I saw a couple gray hairs I got coming in, man. That's it. Oh, dude. Me, it, it, like, <laughs> I had to get that haircut because it was like, <laughs> it's time you, to, like yeah. you saw the size. I was like, it's gray. You know, listen, let me tell you something. I've had this conversation with, you know, older women before whatnot or younger women. Men can age gracefully. We can, like, you know, wear the grays, you know, mixed in a little bit, like a salt and pepper look. Well, you know, women, they can have stripe down the middle of oh there. Oh, my God. It's, it's women get the gray them. hair. It's like Ooh. life has ended. And yeah. then if you're if you, if you you're a guy and you point it out, say, oh, look, there's a gray Ooh, hair. Yeah, it's like yeah. the end of your life. Oh, don't do it. Oh, don't no. It. Yeah, that's like, that's like the, the worst thing you can do is mention to a oh, woman yeah. that she has a gray hair. Oh, my God. I've been with my girlfriend for 11 years, and she does not have any gray hair on the top of her head not one that i can speak of are, 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 <laughs> am i live <laughs> can you see me on the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i forgot we were on camera right now i was i was yeah. giving the wink you know with yeah so <laughs> i hope you're not babe i hope you're not listening i'm sorry i was just kidding so brazil so the brazilian jiu-jitsu so brazil yeah yeah uh, i love the kickboxing class joaquin is a great instructor yeah. uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more later on we, later on i mean we can't talk about it right now for a little bit no, i, no, I, I want to know what you're doing even there, the jets we can do that good point. You know. all right we'll, we'll, we'll come back to them good friend paul blackburn i'll mentioned over here on the uh, on the facebook feed that gino would be just fine uh Ooh, paul i totally I don't know, disagree paul. with you i really disagree with you i don't think gino smith is the uh, answer for the Jets' uh, quarterback issues for this upcoming season? Uh, I think when you have a veteran team, we've been talking about this a lot. Yeah. You got Decker, you got Marshall, you got Forte. You have the weapons right now. This is the team that they have to uh, compete with. Yeah. Um, you, and you know, you're, you have Brady sitting in the first four games in New England. So there's I think any two of those games are actually divisional games too. By the way. Yeah. So I think this Big is games. this is the season for the Jets to do it. They have to do something. So Fitzpatrick. Might be the answer to bring in. Yeah, I mean, Patriots. What do you think? Uh, two and two with Garoppolo. I mean, I'm, guy's a savvy vet on that team. He's like, what, he's been so. there like five years now. I mean, I, I, we'll have to look at their schedule. Yeah, um, I think it's. I think the two divisional games are. Uh, don't quote me. We are, we're going to pull up schedule, but I think it's Buffalo and Miami. I, I want to say. I'm going to pull it up right now. Yeah, we have to pull that up. Okay, New England Patriots schedule first four games of the season. You are looking at um, Arizona, which is the. A night game, a 8.30 night game, so I think that might be the uh, NBC game. Oh, yeah. That's the NBC game. Then they have the Dolphins. Then they have the Texans and the Bills. Yeah, I so think, it is Bills. I think Dolphins. they'll lose to the Cardinals. 
Cardinals are beast of a team. Bruce Arians has done wonders with that team over there. I think that they'll lose to the. I think they'll beat the Dolphins. I don't know which Texan team shows up. Hey, listen, that Texan team has a lot of power. I'm not sure if they're going to be fully in sync with each other, you know, by week three either. You know, being uh, Osweiler's first year there, I mean, you got to let him get acclimated to that offense, maybe give him a a couple weeks in there too, seeing some real football, you know, play um, in action, I mean. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think think it's going to be one of those things where they – that's – what about the Bills, though? You think they can beat the Dolphins? And Bills were not a bad team last year. They just they lost a couple of uh, tough games. Yeah. Uh, I, I, think, I mean, I think if talk Rex, about quarterback situation, you know, Re- though. Yeah, that's a tough quarterback situation. I think Rex Rex, Rex needs to have uh, a situation where he has the, a strong defense and yeah. uh, a quarterback that he just manages offense. You, you just brought his brother in this year, too. Which is going to be really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Which is going to be really interesting. You don't think they're going to butt heads? I mean, I have a brother, and I'm not really sure if I want him – you know, I don't. I mean, could Rob actually take the back seat and let his older? I mean, not older. I mean, his twin brother. I know what you're. I know what you're. You know, saying. Uh, I, I don't would know. He, would he, can he do that? I mean, I, it's, it's could you? It's, no, I can't do that. Yeah, I don't know if I could either, man. You know, I, I, you, they both are defensive minds. So, what, what, when does it not come to a head and they're both like you know butting it? You know? I, I agree with you. I just think it's going to be very tough either way, um, just because it's a very tough division. Yeah. Let's go to the Jets schedule. Let's do it. Let's go back okay. to the Jets. So, so we have Fitzpatrick situation going on. Yeah. Should we do the schedule? We should do the schedule two times around, or just do each game twice with Fitzpatrick, without Fitzpatrick. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Bengals. I think it's a loss either way. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I mean, I love that Bengals team. That offense, all around, they're like they're like a really good, well put together, you know, oiled machine over there. Especially in offense. When they get in the red zone, they almost always score. They don't ever turn that ball over in the red zone. Andy Dalton's a master at that. No? You're not, you're not a big fan, I'm, huh? I, I like the Bengals just left a really bad taste in my mouth at the end of last season. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, listen, everybody remembers the la- the end of last season, right? I mean, that's how it, that's how yeah, it goes. It's, we it's all, if Fitzpatrick, everybody, you know, they're like, oh, well, you know, last season at the end of it, you know, he threw that interception, you know. I mean, but. What that was, you know, one game, one play, a couple minutes of the uh, whole year. You know what I mean? And what did he do throughout the whole year? It was it was spectacular. He had a great season. You know, you can't like this. You can't you can't forget about that. You know. So we agree, zero and one. Zero and one. Okay. So either Jets, way, Buffalo at Buffalo. I think I think they win. I think there's a little bit of a um, which with Fitzpatrick, right? If they got Fitzpatrick, that's a win in Buffalo. Okay. What about Gino? No. No. Absolutely not. I think with Gino, with Fitzpatrick, with Fitzpatrick, I think for sure. I think with Gino, I think there's a shot there, man. I think that they can because I I really don't love that situation over in Buffalo either. I don't I don't think Ty uh, Tyrod Taylor is going to have the same exact year he had last year. I don't think the, the kid's great. I mean, what he he's already been like six seven years in the league and he had a fluke you know amazing season last year. I don't really see that happening again, man. I really don't. When when do they go to Quarterell <laughs> Jones? I think um, I think that's it. I think that's a win for. Actually, I think that's just a win because I think there's a still enough guys on that team from last season. Yeah, to feel the loss for that. Mm-hmm. Um, third game of the season, Kansas City at Kansas City. I think that's a loss. At Kansas City, right? You said yeah. Uh, in Arrowhead, who beats Kansas City in Arrowhead? Man, it's really, really almost never happens. But I think with the, I'm going to go out on the limb and say with Fitzpatrick, they're there. They're not gonna go. They're not gonna go uh, one and two for the first three games of the season with Fitzpatrick. 
Uh, back, former back sports page football analyst Anthony Mulliville just joined us on Facebook. Hey, Anthony, what's up, man? What's up, brother? Uh, Anthony, feel free to join in here. Type in your uh, your thoughts. We have the Jets going um, one and one through the first two games of the year. Uh, yeah. Bengals, yeah. Bengals and Bills. A loss with that. Loss with uh, loss against the Bengals. Win at the Bills, uh, and then the Chiefs. We have the the Chiefs beating them. Uh, in Kansas, in Kansas City, but then they're home for Seattle, and Seattle's never not been great for being on the East Coast. No, no, they got to uh, travel. The, the lo- loss, you know. loss of Mar- uh, Marshawn Lynch. Loss of time. <laughs> Traveling across <laughs> the East Coast. <laughs> loss of time and Marshawn Lynch. Yes, yes. Um, I'm gonna, so I'm going to go, that's a win for the Jets. So uh, that puts us that puts us at 2-2. 2-2 two and two. Uh-huh. Two two, two two the first four games of the season uh, for the Jets. Well, no, actually, I got them a little bit different. What do you have? It? I got it at 3-1. You're giving them a, a win against the Bengals? Yeah. No, no, no. Bengals lost. Chiefs. Chiefs, I got that win. I think they could do it with Fitzpatrick, like I said. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I have Gino enough. for sure lost. Uh, Gino, again, it goes back to the quarterback situation. Is it Geno or is it Fitzpatrick? Or yeah, no, it definitely goes back. Like, but this is my theory on that. With Fitzpatrick, um, I don't see them going one and two in the first three, first three games. I really don't. I, I think they can. I see them two and one. I'm not sure. It's gonna be tough. All right, so where we're at right now? I'm at two and two. You're at three. And one. I'm at three and one with Fitzpatrick. I okay. think with uh, Gino, we're both in consensus that they're zero and four. <laughs> 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 yes, zero and four with Gino. Yes, yes. Three and one for yes. you. Two and two. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. uh, game five is uh, the Steelers. Steelers in at Pittsburgh. I think in it's Pittsburgh. Right? I think Ooh. no matter how you slice it, it's a loss. I think I'm gonna give them that loss too, man. You know, yeah, I you're, you're gonna give them that loss. Yeah, Mr. I'm go with Mr. You. New York Jets optimi- optimistic over yeah, there. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, I think the Steelers. They're looking, you know, they're gonna have, you know, Bryant this year to start the start the year. You know, Martavis Bryant was it missing last year in the beginning, right? Was he missing like the first like yeah, seven missed, games, he ten missed games, some, four but, games? Um, here's here's the thing. Also, also matters what's going on with Levon Bell. In my opinion, one of the best running backs in the league. Yeah, Nick, I agree. Yeah, with I you. think he's going to be one of the top running backs we have ever seen. I'm, I'm personally. very, I'm very interested to see how the whole thing. Yeah, is going how to he plays out. out his career. But I mean, that's barring injuries. I mean, it's, it's such a. We talked about running backs a little bit earlier, and yeah, it's, it's, it's tough when you're running back, and it's because of that injury prone, not prone, but injury uh, aspect. You know, you're getting hit way too much. What about, what about the Arizona Cardinals in Game Six for, for them? Home? They're, they're in Arizona. No. Yeah, that doesn't matter who's a quarterback. That doesn't matter, man. I, would, I, you know, that defense is strong. Even though Todd Bowles, you know, we know he knows that defense over there. I, I don't. Doesn't trust, matter, right? I don't trust. I, I don't trust anybody against the Cardinals in Arizona. I think I think Carson Palmer is going to be on a mission. This guy. I mean, how many great years does he have left? I don't. I'm trying to remember his. Last time he had a great year. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, my friend. How many good years does he have left in himself, you know? The, the next game is a game that um, you're going to think I'm crazy. Um, it just seems like the last few years when a Super Bowl champion has had a bad a, – a previous Super Bowl champion has had a bad season, they bounce back. I can't picture the Ravens having another year like the year they had last season. Mm-hmm. I can't see it. So I think that the Ravens are going to bounce back. Flacco's going to bounce back from his surgery. And I think the Ravens are going to be better. Um, I, I think that's a loss. It doesn't matter who the loss for the Jets, yeah, huh? And, and Ravens play at the Meadowlands twice this year. Really, twice, huh? Once against the Giants, once against the oh, Giants. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm thinking like, how do they play the Jets twice? <laughs> then, then, they, then they have the Browns. I think okay. that's a win. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got the, I got them winning against Baltimore too, though. Okay, you got them against yeah, Baltimore. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I've lost count. I'm going to go back. Yeah, we'll go back and recount. I right. definitely have lost count too. I, I mean, I can only have five fingers, and that's all I go up to, man. Two <laughs> white <laughs> Two, five, still second. Okay. No, I'm done. Yeah. Okay. So then you have the um, Dolphins. 
um, first game of the year. It's in Miami, no? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That one's in Miami. I. Uh, it's gonna be tough. We're missing. We're missing some games here, but that's okay. That's all right. They only I'll play go, like go, they, they <laughs> shorten the schedule. Yeah. Well. <laughs> okay. So with that being said, okay, so we got the first Dolphins game. Uh, then they then they're hosting the Rams, which should be a W. Yeah, I think uh, you know the Rams are definitely uh, rebuilding a little bit, literally and figuratively. <laughs> are they going to be at their stadium yet? No, right? They're playing. Where are they playing next year? Coliseum. Yes. Yeah. Then they have. Um, then they have their first game against the Patriots, which is uh, NBC game, eight thirty p.m. Uh, nice. Week, week twelve. That's home. Yes. Ooh, I like it. Against the Patriots, it's a, was that you said NBC Monday night, Sunday night, Sunday night game. Sunday night, I can't wait. Actually, that that might be Thanksgiving. Ooh, well, I maybe yeah. You know, I've been to a couple. I've been to a Thanksgiving game before. <laughs> that was <laughs> fun. That was the butt fumble. Yeah, that was that was fun. <laughs> it was real fun. You know, I l- got laughed at for the whole rest of the day, and probably the whole next couple of years. Yeah, by all my friends who are not Jet fans. We, m- we might have a special caller in a few. What are you thinking over there, guys? Over there in we might we Periscope. might have a, we might have a special caller calling in in a few minutes. We got a special caller. We might. Is it Herm? No. No. Oh, Herm. All right. Because I'm saying he's got to get him on. Maybe he could have waited on his Jets thing. You know, I mean, the guy's uh, he's a brilliant mind. Knows he knows the Jets. Um, we also have the so we thank week you. So forte forte three uh, years twelve million. Okay, so uh-huh. I'm glad people are correcting us. Yeah, who, yeah. Who corrected us? I don't know who this is, but somebody though. Thank you very much, guys, over in Periscope World. Uh, really appreciate that. Week thir- Forte's gonna be all right. Week thirteen against the Colts. Week thirteen against the Colts. And that's on ESPN. So that's Monday Night Football. Mm. And that's I'm pu- I'm putting that as a loss. That's a home game too, actually, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. I get to see Andrew Luck over in action. Yeah. It's gonna be fun, man. Yeah, get, to, get to hang out with Andrew Luck. Yeah, 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 definitely. Me and the Luckster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Andrew Luck. I mean, to see him play, the guys is amazing, right? This kid's got like a whole great career ahead of him. So I mean, that'll be fun. But yeah, I'm gonna chalk that up to uh, a win for the Jets home. There's no way they're losing to Andrew Luck home. You know. How's that? How's that Colts defense over there? I don't. I mean, I don't really think they're anything special. How about over there in, Peri- in Periscope World? You guys, uh, do you think anything special about the Colts? You know, we might have to take a break from football because our special guest is going to call in. Uh, we got a special guest calling in. We might have to take a break from some football. What are we going to be talking? Everything. Some curling. Can we talk curling? <laughs> We're not going to talk curling. Why not? The Olympics are coming up. The curling is a, isn't that an We're event? We're going to have some fun in about a minute. So, uh, real quick, just to round out the schedule. Uh, after the Colts is the 49ers. The 49ers are terrible. Win. Uh, that's a win. Dolphins. Dolphins. Uh, that's another one up in the air. It's going to be this one's in Miami, right? No, that was the second one. So the second one's home, right? It's on my birthday. Ooh. And it's on the NFL Network. Listen, Jets can't lose on, on Randy's birthday. No? Just thinking, I don't care. I'm not a Jet fan. Listen, we're, he just can't lose on Randy's birthday, guys. I'm just putting it out there. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't know. I know. Pa- uh, Patriots on the twenty uh, on the Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve in P- uh, in uh, New England, huh? Yes, sir. All right. And then and then home to um, make sure. Ah. Yeah, I don't think uh, New England loses. Uh, you know what? I, I, there's no way they're not going to lose to New England. I can't even I can't even physically say that the Jets are going to lose to New England. In New England, I don't care. What do you think? Uh no, they're, they're not. They're not going to do that. Yeah, no, definitely not. Hold on one second. The special guest, I gave him the wrong number. 
My eight man two, over there for the eight periscope. Two, eight two five one two three four guys if we call a number. I apologize. And I also shut off um I also shut off Facebook. Nice, nice. Wait, wait, wait. So you gave out the wrong calling number? Did you give out your own number? I did. I'm that guy. You're that guy. Okay. I am All that right. guy you who gave out the wrong calling number. All right. Don't worry. Hey, listen, it happens, right? 825-835. sounds the same. So here's what we're doing. We have a special guest who's uh, a special guest who's on the line right now. Steve, if you remember when we, were, we first saw our first show, he, was, he called and surprised us on our first show. Let's welcome back to the, uh, to the to off-topic Chef Brian Duffy. Hey, Chef. What's going on, man? What's up? That's <laughs> ah, awesome. This is a, this is a treat right now. Yeah, you didn't is, tell me this was going is on, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's up, guys? So, so uh, chef, I want to let you know. Last week, you know, we, we've started doing this thing. The last time we were we had John, we talked about pizza and stuff like that. And what we did was, we started doing it where one week Steve will bring pizza in, then I'll bring pizza in, and then I'll then then we'll do like hamburgers and keep switching off. Last week, I experimented. There's, there's one thing that you've told me when you're in the kitchen, experiment with things, and you never know what you're going to come up with. Yeah, yeah. Play around. So recipes are guidelines. They don't have to be followed exact unless you're baking. Yes, yes. So what, what we did was there's something about going to TGI Fridays and that Jack Daniel sauce that they have, which is yeah. really, really, really good. So I made I, – I put cheeseburgers on the grill with the TGI Fridays Jack Daniel sauce, and I put them on bagels. Steve, how did they come out? I, I loved it. I, it was actually a really, really interesting. Never had anything like that before, but uh, it came out fantastic. Unless, yeah, yeah, no, definitely haven't had anything like that before. It, it was fantastic, though. I thought it was really good. I, I rather enjoyed it, Chef. Nice. Good, man. It was, it was a plain bagel. He had the uh, everything bagel going on over there. I was kind of jealous about that because it, it felt like there was more flavor in his. In his. I, and you know what? The bagel was kind of split now I think about it. We could have just switched off right there. I don't, right. I don't know what you're talking about. I think, yeah, you see that? You see that, <laughs> Chef? <laughs> good food. This guy's hogging over there, you know? <laughs> I love an everything bagel. Oh, my me God. Too. It's me the, too. It's the greatest. It's like the great one of the greatest inventions of this planet. Oh. Agreed. Agreed. Everything bagel, scallion cream cheese, man. It's all me right there. <laughs> <laughs> scallion cream cheese. That's like me. I'm like, I like a veggie or a, or like, I love green onions. I'm doing oh, like yeah, a, me too. Uh, a charred green onion aioli right now for an event I'm doing up in the Hamptons in, uh, Weeks. Sounds delicious. I love pizza. Yeah, what's going on? Everybody having fun with pizza? <laughs> yeah, yeah, d definitely having fun with pizza. You know, I, I kind of made a mistake on the place I bought it from, though. I mean, um, so my place was Anthony's Coal Fire Pizza, which is not terrible, but I, we were looking for more of um, non-commercialized uh, places, and uh, I didn't realize that there was a whole bunch of these that it was franchised yeah, out. I was like, oh, I thought that was Anthony's. <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly. There's a bunch of them. I, I, I was unaware of that completely. I'm, I don't know how I that one you know went right over my head, chef. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. I, I, I went I went traditional. There's a there's a small like New Jersey chain here called Anthony Franco's, and and they're very very they're very good. Like um, and I like there's something that you said the last time you were on with us about the sausage th situation that that stuck with me was. You want to have every bite taste the same. Every single time. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel. And and that's and so we had that pizza, and I think it was pretty much the same. It was fantastic. I really have to yeah. agree. With it. it was great. I mean, it, it also it also depends on your pizza, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're doing like a classic, like in Philly, we've got Vetri Pizza. Vetri does an amazing job. The dough is completely unmatched. It's unlike anything I've ever had before. It's a really nice, really awesome dough. Good crispy. Gets a little bit of brown to it. 
they do a really nice job of it. But one of the things with them is they kind of do things sporadically. It's more just about the flavor than it is that perfect bite every single time. And I love the perfect bite every single time. So I'm almost like OCD when it comes to the perfect bite. I get I get nuts with it. Like when I do chicken breast, when I have recipes for chicken breast, you cook it three minutes on this side, three minutes on that side. You cook it in the oven for six minutes, blah, blah, blah. You pull it out, slice it in half, and then you slice it eight ways once. You slice it eight times one way, and then you, then you turn it the other way, and you slice it eight times again. So it's like I love a perfect bite every single time with the right size bites and everything like that. I'm a big fan. I, I'm with you on that, Chef. Though I mean, it's got to it's got to taste consistent everywhere, all all around. You know, throughout the whole the whole experience. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like I hate when you bite into a quesadilla and you get like a piece of chicken and some cheese, and then your next bite's like tomato. Yeah, and then the next one's like all the sauce, and you're like, what what yeah. what is going on over here? You know, it's like. Now, I remember watching an episode of Bar Rescue, and I don't remember which one, so I, I'm sorry if I'm, uh, I'm making sure I'm going to get the reference right, but you did quesadillas with did? what with one of the places. I don't remember which one, so I'm sorry. Neither do I. Um, but it was like you, you put the, the, <laughs> the, the, the tortilla, you put a little butter on the tortilla, then you put the cheese. You know, I just, that's how I remember it. I, I, mean, think, it was an, I think it was another short, fat guy, not me. it up really well salt pepper i grill it off i put i dice it up the way i just told you guys and i put it in a bowl then i take and i chill it down then i take my cheese and i add my shredded cheese into that chicken mix then i take like black i take uh like like corn that i'll grill off shave it off put it into the bowl green onions slice them up super super paper thin toss them in the bowl you can even take a little bit of salsa or something and add that into there and then what i do is i take a five ounce scoop and I scoop out five ounces of that chick that that chicken cheese mixture. Oh, put like Cajun seasoning in there, or duffer mm-hmm. by spice, or whatever mm-hmm. you want. And then you scoop it onto your tortilla shell, and then you spread it out on half of the tortilla shell. You fold it over. You have the perfect bite every single time. I was about to say, Chef. I mean, that's that's indicative of what you were talking about. Like you know, yeah. scooping out the uh, the cheese, which mixed in with you mixed in with the chicken. You know, you're gonna get the cheese. You're gonna get queso and and chicken together. You know, it's gonna be great. Oh, man, you, make... you can switch it up. I mean, I do them with shrimp. I do them with fish. I've done them mm-hmm. with mac and salmon. I've done them with beef. I mean, you can do it with just about anything. It's all about that perfect mix, though. And then what I like to do is I grill my quesadilla first. Mm-hmm. So I grill it on either side to get that real deep crispiness or drop it on a flat top or in a pan, a little tiny bit of butter, and let it kind of crisp up, and then finish it on the grill and get that smoky flavor to it. Yeah, that just sounds fantastic. I mean, everything on the grill. I loved when you said you talked about how you put the corn on the grill, too, because, I mean, no, my mom was amazed when I did that just the other day. She was like, yeah. you put the corn on the grill? I'm like, yeah, Mom, you don't do that? I mean, it's great. <laughs> Try it, mom, please. What you want to do, what I do is, now, do you guys do, you do whole husk, or do you take the husk off? Uh, no, no, I take the husk off. I actually okay. leave it on, and I put it on the grill with the husk, but, really? not, but not, not full. I leave, like, one layer on. Well, uh, what I do is I grill it all. I leave it all on. I rinse it all off. I rub it with olive oil, salt, and pepper. Uh-huh. And then what I do is I grill it that way so it steams on the inside of that corn, on the inside of that husk. And then I cut off the one end, and I just squeeze it, and it pops right out. And then I take a bowl, and I'll take, like, some tortilla or some queso fresco or something like that, uh-huh. a little bit of Cajun seasoning, and a little bit of, of avocado. And I roll it in that mixture, and then I grill it again really fast just to caramelize it up. It's a beautiful, beautiful corn. Yeah, that sounds like a great mixture right there. What I usually do, I don't put the corn 
uh, by itself on the grill, though. I, I usually wrap it in tin foil and maybe throw some butter in there lightly, like, you know, lube it up in yeah. it's inside the tin, tin foil, let it cook a little bit, and uh, not too much butter, though. Yeah, I like I like butter on corn. I want, like, salted, mm-hmm. too much great butter. Kerrygold makes the best butter. Kerrygold? I love Kerrygold. Absolutely. It's expensive, don't get me wrong. Hey. They make amazing butter, and it all comes from the Kerrygold cows from where they eat, and it's the beautiful, beautiful green grasses and, and fields of Ireland. Beautiful butter. So where are you now? Right now, uh, honestly, I'm laying in an unmade bed because I'm doing my laundry. <laughs> there we go, man. Hey. <laughs> we've, we've all shared that problem. <laughs> I know. I hate that problem. Yeah. I hate doing laundry, man. I am, uh, I'm in Philadelphia. I've been home for the last couple of days. I was in, uh, I was in the Middle East with uh, touring with um, my guys on the mess boards. Uh, I'm a part of a group of, of chefs that was started by four guys, a guy named Hodad, a guy named Gorilla, a guy named Panini, and a guy named Stretch. And about four years ago, I was invited to be a part of this group um, of what's now, I guess, about eight chefs, TV chefs, and we get to travel all over the world, and we get to cook for the troops everywhere we go. Oh, that's awesome. That is really cool. Give back, you know. We fed 14,000 guys in roughly five days. Oh, that is beautiful. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in uh, Bahrain, we were in Issa, and then we were over, and we were down at, uh, on the eastern uh, shore of Africa, on the Horn of Africa, in a place called Djibouti. Wow. Yeah. So that's where I was. <laughs> then I came home, I was on vacation, which really wasn't a vacation. It was just me and four super cool kids. But, I mean, I was on vacation with my girls and my niece and nephew, and uh, now I'm getting ready to open up uh, a restaurant up in Tijuana. Uh, I'm finalizing. You were telling us about that. this. Yes, I remember that yeah. from last time. Tijuana's like, we're so close. I think we're opening up in August. And then I have to uh, finish up some stuff out in Chicago for my clients out there. There's an amazing bar out there called Dusty Boots, uh, which is a country western bar in Rockford, Illinois. And my client owns three super cool bars, two dive bars. One is called the Baseball Tap. The other one is called uh, The Cave, which The Cave is a riot. Great bartenders. All the bartenders do all of the cooking, and it's the greatest burgers in Rockford, Illinois. Actually, it's in a little town called Byron, but it's amazing. The bur- and the waitresses, the bartenders, are these super, super smoking hot girls that are, like, dressed to the nines, and then they go over and throw an apron and rubber gloves on and cook your burgers for you. So oh, they do yeah. crazy stuff. We have a thing called the Sloppy Taco, which <laughs> is actually a combination of Sloppy Joe and Taco Man. Oh, man. Uh, which yeah. is crazy. It's a great burger. And then, uh, and then Dusty Boots is over there. And then I have this uh, place down in Tampa, Florida, that is an 85,000-square-foot movie theater that we're putting a 5,000-square-foot gastropub on. And then on top of all of that, I thought it would just be a tremendous amount of fun to open up my own restaurant in Philadelphia. Oh, man. Oh, Congratulations, nice. Chef. Not the first yeah. one, though. Not the first, no, but it's, it's uh, I partnered up with a really, really awesome group. If you guys are beer fans and if you've ever heard of Flying Fish. Yes, okay. um, most mm-hmm. definitely. Flying Fish is out of New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they do just, uh, um, I mean, some of their beers, and I'm not a huge beer guy. I'm a vodka guy. I used to drink beer. I drink vodka now. But their beers are awesome. They're so well made, very, very creative. And one of the cool things on a lot of their beers that they do is they're actually named after the exits in New Jersey. So... They have some really cool beers that are going on over there. We have an 8,000-square-foot property in an amazing little section of Philadelphia called Brewery Town, um, which is where at one point there was a just, I think we, I, I don't know the exact number, but over the years I think there were 250 or more brewers that were actually all put up in this one single section of Philadelphia. 
So um, it's just a great town. We're really rebuilding and revitalizing the whole area. My partners have 161 units upstairs, so we're going to do almost like a room service situation for the tenants that are living upstairs. Um, and then on top of that, I thought it would be even more fun to get my own radio show. <laughs> oh, great, man. radio show coming out that's going to be on 80 internet channels and six radio stations. Oh, oh that's wow. awesome. The world. Uh, it's called Duffified Live, and it goes live on July 28th at 8 p.m. It's a Thursday night. That's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. And... I, I guess I have to also ask this question because you know I think you and I have been trying to meet up now for what like three years. <laughs> easily, easily three years. Easily three years now. Yeah. We've been trying to, we've been trying to meet up. <laughs> I, I, are you still working with any restaurants up here in the Jersey, New York area? Uh, I just had a, I just had a conversation two days ago with another restaurant group up in Jersey. I also um, do have clients over in Nyack, New York. They do a great job at the Nyack Poorhouse. Oh, the um, poorhouse, yeah, it's fantastic up there. They do, a gr- and those are all my burgers, man. They do are they really? I, yeah, burgers in there too. Yeah, that's a fantastic place, though. But just to go back to Philadelphia, what you're talking about in the beer situation. I mean, one of my favorite breweries. Uh, just to get that thought off I me, mean, one of my favorite breweries is right out of there too. And I wonder if it's not a little area that you're talking about. Uh, it's called Yards. Yeah, Yards is actually started in Manayunk, which is a a very small subsection of Philadelphia that was. Uh, are you guys familiar with New Hope? Yes, yes, so I am. Y- so, so. Maniunk at one point was, was like a very textile area. So it was right along the water. They have a canal that runs up and down. So back in the day, the canal, the, you know, the barges would come up the canals and whatnot, drop off the goods. You know, it was a huge textile area. And then actually, if I'm not mistaken, and maybe I may have been lied to my whole life, but Maniunk means the place to drink. So there's a whole strip that runs right along that water and right along that waterfront. Oh, that's that cool. canal front. Um, with these amazing bars and great restaurants and taco shops and Italian nice. places and barbecue and yeah, there's a great bunch of stuff down there. Um, so, uh, the, the, so that's where Yards is from. I heard Yards is looking for a new property. I just read something today in some in some I think NRN or something, but uh, yeah, they're looking for a new property as well. So Yards is growing up, uh, you know, just like everybody else is. Good, right good, man. I love to see them grow. I mean, they have a great product going on. I mean. I, I love it so, and I I, try, I do try a lot of different beers. I'm not the much of the vodka person like you are, <laughs> chef, but uh, the the beers thing. I'm into the craft, you know, beer game a lot. So uh, yeah, they have they have a great product. Well, uh, now let me ask you: Have you heard about? Uh, you know, I know I'm pairing with Flying Fish, and I absolutely love their beers, and I'm amazed at what they create. But have you guys heard about Tired Hands Brewery? No, I haven't heard of it. Is that where's that out of? Okay, so Tired Hands is this tiny, tiny little fermenteria that is in Ardmore, Pennsylvania. And when I drove by about five weeks ago, there were probably 600 people standing in line waiting to buy a, buy a, uh, a case of canned beer at $60 a pop. They are world-renowned at this point. The beers that they're creating are absolutely amazing, and they do a hell of a job. They do a real nice job over there. $60 a pop, is that what you said? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, that is really crazy. You that know, is they crazy. do really, really, really small batch stuff. So kind of cool what they're doing but but one of the neat things about what we're doing at flying fish is we're actually going to be partnering with all of the different brewers that work at flying fish so every month we're going to have a new beer that's basically being put together by one of the brewers that are working within the flying fish house so it's going to be really cool that we're going to have all these new brews that are coming out we're doing a retail space down below you can come in and pick up your growlers and whatnot love the growler situation too oh dude are you kidding me best thing in the world man no we haven't even gotten into charging yet 
I don't even know what we're going to do with that yet. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I'm, I'm literally we're putting in like a growler washer in. We're going to be um, opening up a whole section just for people to come in. We've got a beer garden that's going down below. We've got these four big, huge bay doors that are going to be opening up. It's a beautiful space, man. I mean, it will be right now. It's kind of a shithole because it's just a it's just a shell. Yeah. But it's a cool space. So. Where is this at again? This, this is in Philadelphia, right? This is in Philadelphia. Yeah. It's a little town called Brewery Town. Okay. 31st and Master. Because you can go to ffcrafthouse.com and get the information, or you can always check me out on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Beautiful, because I want to know where I'm moving to. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling my girlfriend as we speak right now and telling her we're moving yeah, to Philly. Where, yeah. where do you live? Where do you live now? Uh, I live in South Hackensack, actually. You know Bricks? Okay. Bricks? Yeah. The, the beer company, the beer brewery. I live uh, right in the same town, actually. Small little town right out here in New Jersey, so. Oh, good. Nice. I, so I my ex-girlfriend's from Manalapan. Okay, okay, yeah, I know. That's more of like a, a central shore town, but it's pretty close, about maybe 40 minutes from me, from where okay. I work. I, I, do have a, I do have family ties, though, to, to Philadelphia as well. My mother's actually, I don't know if we talked about this before in the last call, uh, but my mother was actually from Camden originally. Okay, yeah, that's right over the bridge. Yeah, right over the bridge. Yeah, so I mean, I know about good, you know, Stromboli's, Panzerati's, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. There's a Panzerati place right in Fairview over there. I never get over there to eat, but I think I'm going to have to. Oh, my God. Listen, go Chef. There, I know there's stuff. There's a, a, a Panzerati place. It's a small little hole in the joint. And I mean, you don't want to go there at 2 o'clock in the morning because it's right in Fairview, close to the, the Camden borderline. But I mean, if you get a chance, get over to this place and, and check it out. Uh, it's, it's phenomenal. I, I can't, forgive me, I can't remember the name. I haven't gone there in a little while but uh well, i just you get the name and text it to me and let me know there we go there we go i'll, I'll make sure i head over i'll definitely i'll definitely have to take care of that for you i mean you yeah i can't you know the preview of that you know you got to try yeah, out I, this. <laughs> I have this i have this cheesecake place that, that tweets me all the time they retweet all my stuff and saturday night i was at the billy joel concert and i was a little bit lit up <laughs> and uh so I, t I tweeted them and i was like hey i'm coming in i'm dying for a cheesecake are you guys open and they're like absolutely so I kind of create my own stuff. Yeah, yeah. Go out, which is great, and nobody ever has a problem with it. Of course not. Except for Saturday night, man. I said, hey, I want to get a cheesesteak. I want mushrooms and onions. He's like, no problem. I said, I want provolone. He's like, no problem. I said, I want you to throw some pork in there. And I'm not kidding you. The guy looks at me and goes, no, not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, you've got you've got a roast pork sandwich on your menu. And he's like, I'm not doing it. Wow. And this I was like, you guys are literally cut off. From my stomach for the rest of your life. Unbelievable. <laughs> this guy stuck to his guns for that, huh? How good your cheesecake is, it doesn't matter to me anymore. Uh -huh. You're done. That's all. You can't do you that. You can't do that to you, chef. You I mean, I'm with that. you, man. I'd be like, hey, here's this. Here's the whole. Here's the tools. No, not even Please. that. He's in the customer service business, and yes. if he's going exactly. to give money, he is going to make it. Doesn't, it doesn't matter if it was chef or anybody else. Somebody wants something and they're going to pay for it. Right. You do it. Listen, Randy, I'm in the care. customer service business too. <laughs> Yeah. It cost you thirty twenty bucks. I don't care. You know, Chef, I would not only that, but I was drinking, so I was ready. To oh, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were like, absolutely never again. See you later, man. Uh, <laughs> the, the people that were with me, one of the guys looked at me, and I was, I was just about to start tweeting, and he pulled my phone out of my hand. He's like, no, <laughs> not right now. Yeah, I'm glad you have a smart person with you in your camp like that, man. Come yeah, on, yeah. you know. There's a rule. When you're lit up, you always have someone who's – you have a designated driver and a designated person to take yeah. your phone out of your hands yeah. now oh, for social media. Exactly. Here's a classic. I was in Pittsburgh last year, and I ended up hanging out with a bunch. We went to one of my favorite restaurants in the country called Beef Potatoes. Well, they put us in the back room because um, we kind of just – it was like four guys. We totally were just chill, and 
and it, 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 like one of the other guys is the TV guy and all that. So we're chilling out. So we go in the back room, and there's like seven or eight of the of Pittsburgh Steelers that are in the back room. These guys are monsters, man. I'm talking big, huge dudes that are eating like the 120 ounce ribeye that's bone in. You know, like the total tomahawk steak that's sitting on the table. Just beasting the whole thing, right? I mean. They're going back and forth, and everybody's getting a little bit more lit up. Everybody starts talking a little bit more, so we start having a lot of fun. Well, next thing you know, we all decide that's it. We're out of there. We go to the casino. So we go rolling out of this place. We head over to the casino. We start you know, we start throwing beers back, throwing drinks back. Everybody's getting loud. I'm the littlest dude in the whole bunch of us. I'm literally like a quarter of the size of some of these guys that I'm standing with. One guy was six seven, probably three twenty. He was a total massive monster. So we all start hanging out. A bunch of us start taking pictures. Next thing you know, one of the guys goes to see something, and and a guy that was with them walks over and he's like, "Hey, what do you say we uh, we don't post it just yet?" And he was like, "Oh, dude, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, man." And that was it. So they yeah. literally had a guy who was with them that was like their kind of designated don't be a jackass. You got to do that, man. You got to do it yeah. these days. This you know, this day and age in this world, you know, sometimes we just make a mistake and you know, then it's broadcasted all over the internet and it's there's no yeah. coming back from that mistake, you know. But it's amazing that people don't forget, man. People do not forget. You know, they they will hop back on you really really fast. So, oh well, whatever. We'll yeah, right. What are you going to do, chef? What are you going to do, man? <laughs> Listen, it's, when you start filtering your, your life out, man, uh, it's, you know, and then s- things have changed. You know, you can't do that either, though. It's tough, man. Sometimes it is because you really, you know, I mean, especially where in the world that I'm in where, you know, I've got to, I've got to kind of, you know, I mean, I'm in, I'm in uh, I've got people that, that I want to make happy. Yeah. So I want everybody to be happy. I want everybody to get along. That's kind of my world. And in this day and age with where we are, I'm just a very passionate person about people. I, I, I study people all the time. I mm-hmm. watch them. I interact with them. And, uh, and you know, sometimes you just can't make everybody happy. That's your, that's your business, Chef. You know, you know you're in yeah. that type of business, man. You, you know, you make some food. You like to make people smile. You know, that's, yeah. uh, that's what it's food about. love. Now, Duff, yeah. we, 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 we're telling people that you're on right now so they can tune in and listen. And we had a couple people who sent over some questions for you. First question from Joe Nutel uh, of uh, Nutley, New Jersey. He he said, "What was your favorite rescue that you were involved with on Bar Rescue?" Oh man, my favorite. Funny part is, well, my favorite rescue that I was involved in. Such a tough question. You know what? I really love. I I loved Black Sheep in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Either Scott and you ready for this? Scott, Billy, and Natalie are still friends of mine. I just talked to Scott last week. The passion that Scott has for what he does is unmatched. He is one of the greatest owners in a kind of HR personal person to bull sense where he will do anything for his staff. I wish the staff felt the I wish the staff reciprocated as much as he gives out. But he's an amazing operator because he literally gives opportunities for people in this little tiny town of Chevyet, Ohio opportunities to get bigger and better for themselves. You know, Scott will run promotions like, you know, person who sells the most desserts gets a hotel room downtown and a $50 bar tab. You know, like, Scott That's awesome. play games and he really takes care of his staff and he's got a good group of people that work there. That was probably one of my absolute favorite rescues, no matter what, was that one right there. And how about your least favorite one? Last one I did, which was in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, 
at Fairways was probably the worst one I've ever been involved in because, um, one, it was uh, just a complete and utter shithole. I don't know how much I can say on the radio. Can you guys tell me when to stop? Uh, well, I think that was uh, – I think you used your, your – your, your cal- Yeah, yeah, you, 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 were, you were allotted three of them. I think you used six, so I think we're good. (laughs) It was was just a horrific, horrific episode because the lack of respect for the craft that I worked so hard to perfect, it it infuriated me. The chef was just a useless, useless individual uh, who had all he wanted was a paycheck. You know, when he had this crazy, what word am I looking for, unneeded pride that went with him or undeveloped pride. I have no idea what I'm trying to say with that. But it was a horrible episode. It was dirty. It was filthy. It was one of the most angry episodes that I had been involved in in the whole time that I had been on Bar Rescue. And that's saying something, too, because I still th- I remember the um, the pool hall, uh, the one in Denver. And that, yeah. that was, and I, you were pretty angry during that one. And what was the, there was one other one where I thought you were going to lose your mind. That was the last one with the don't touch the burger. Yeah, <laughs> don't touch the burger, and and it's not that you were mad um, for Mur- for the uh, Murphys, um, but but it was yeah. just that but that was just one of those situations where she just didn't know the the girl who was in the kitchen. No, you know she was hired. This was a girl who worked seven days a week. This is a girl who ready for this. Her fa- her husband, and her son both had severe uh, physical disabilities. Two of her other children had autism. You know, this is a woman who worked her at her butt off to provide for her family. I personally thought that Tapper went at her in a irresponsible manner because she didn't know any better. She didn't know any better. She was just a girl who got hired to just and she was she worked there because she showed up every day. She didn't know any better. It was the owner's fault. Because they should have trained her, they should have given her a serve safe certification, they should have trained her in some way how to handle food, whatever it is. She just didn't know. She just worked and that's all she did. So for me that was a really hard episode to watch. And and if you watch the episode I worked very closely with Tammy, but the owners I have no respect for the owners whatsoever. And no respect whatsoever. And they closed pretty quickly after you guys left, right? Within a month the uh, the landlord that owned the property pulled their lease out from underneath of them in a very wise I mean it was a very wise decision on his part you know you have a brand new bar that was just fixed with a $12,000 renovation that happened underneath just to hold the bar up you know that whole place could have collapsed wow so just to do that so guess what you're going to you're going to give it back to the irresponsible owners or you're going to try to get that you're going to re- you know do another renovation to it and and now give it to somebody who really truly wants to run it that's what I would do Plus, you probably get a little bit <laughs> more money if you throw it out on the market, too, right? Absolutely. I, mean, I think they were paying like $1,000 a month in rent just at Bell's Point. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah, I would have ripped the carpet out from under them, too. Now, Steve. Absolutely. Steve, now, Duff has told me a story in the past. Now, I, I, you watched the show. so I have watched the show before, yeah. There was yeah. one episode that they did, and Duff is going to laugh when I bring this story up, but there was one bar that they did out in New Orleans where – it was a very <laughs> you hear laughing already. It was a very uh, raucous rescue, uh, and I do believe that was the annex episode that the, the TJ Quills yeah. annex. I love those guys. <laughs> you want to tell the story? Which one? The fact that you woke <laughs> up in the middle and you woke up the next morning on the pool table. <laughs> oh, God, 
Oh, that's a true story. So there's a bunch of stories that happened from that. One of the funny, one of the funnier stories is we. It was a college bar. You know, I mean, it was right around the corner. I think it was Loyola that's down there. And Loyola, New Orleans. Is that what it is? Yeah, they're yeah. down in New Orleans. Yeah. So we we had we had done the relaunch, and within 20 minutes of us opening the doors. They had already ripped the mirrors and the uh, paper towel dispensers off the walls. Oh, God. Within 20 minutes, I'm not even kidding you, 20 minutes into it, they ripped that stuff off the walls. Um, me, I had actually, I was going back to my room because I was going to Vegas for four days afterwards. So never in your life, and this is coming from a, a seasoned professional, don't ever in your life go from New Orleans to Vegas. Yeah, it's just not yeah. worth it. By the time you get there, it's great. That's that's <laughs> that's just crazy. That's playing with fire right there, man. I don't know how you survive both trips. And and the thing is, if you go down there and you go to Spirits on Bourbon with Brad Bohannon, who's a great friend of mine, Brad will literally make you forget your food. Not because you're like, oh my god, I didn't do anything fun. Because you're just banged up the whole time you're there. Brad's <laughs> so like true. An unofficial mayor. So so I was uh, leaving. I was I was getting ready to leave the next morning, and I was going back to my room, and it was probably about. 4.30 or 5 o'clock in the morning and I had been out boozing with the boys we were down on Bourbon Street, we were having a good old time and the bars had closed, it was a Sunday night and at like 3 o'clock in the morning we're all walking around and we're trying to find these late night bars well they're dragging the trash out of places like Pat O'Brien's and in New Orleans all the trash on Bourbon Street ends up in the street about 3 o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning so we're walking around, it's disgusting it's absolutely horrible, it smells there's trash everywhere, there's rats size of cats that are just <laughs> running up and down the street. So we, I go back to the hotel, I walk in the front door, and I get a text message from Tim Warren, who's the executive producer of the show, and he's like, where are you? And I said, at my hotel. And he, and all the next word was just casino, question mark. I turned around, I walked right out the front door, I walked across the street, I went into the casino. I ended up, this story's long, but it's super classic. I walk into the casino, I sit down, I start playing poker. I'm already banged up. Okay, I had been boozing all night long. I'm banged up. Tim is sitting next to me. He's banged up. Some woman starts screaming at me because I'm double downing on 13. Okay, <laughs> I'm double downing on 13 every single time it comes up, and I'm hitting like probably 60, 70% of the time. I'm doing well. That's amazing. So, so she starts calling me names. I finally looked at her and I'm like, shut up. And I gave her a name that should not be mentioned on the air. Leave me alone. Don't talk to me. About so I leave the I leave the casino and now it's probably eight o'clock seven thirty eight o'clock in the morning. I walk out the front door. I'm short. I'm fat. I'm drunk. I'm sweaty. Like I've got the beer sweats just dripping out of me. It's a horrible, horrible experience. I've got my sunglasses on. My hat's pulled down. And imagine walking out onto the main strip in this section of New Orleans, which is between my hotel and the casino where I just was. I walk out. I get to the street. I look up, the light's red. I look right, there's no cars. I look left, and a gun goes off. And there's a marathon that's taking off at that exact moment. Perfect. Oh, my God. Perfect. I'm standing on the side of the street, and all I want to do is go to my hotel. And there's, like, 3,000 people, like, all super healthy, running super excited. Cheerful, smiling. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I then got on the plane. I went to, uh, I sat down, and I got an upgrade, so I'm sitting in first class. And the woman looks at me, and she can tell that I'm just in pain. And she says, and knew, obviously, she knew I was flying to Vegas. And she's like, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. 
what happens in New Orleans stays in New Orleans because you have no idea what the hell you did the night before. Yeah. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, lady, you are my friend. So the funny part, a really funny part about this is about a week and a half later, I got a text message on Facebook from this guy who said, I saw you at the casino in New Orleans. And we had a conversation. It was really nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. And he sends me the video of me and this woman fighting at the table. <laughs> so I reach out to Big Rob, who was the bouncer of everybody who was in that bar. And I said, this guy just reached out to me. Do you know who he is? And he said, yeah, I do. And I said, he's got a video of me that I don't want out there. And he called me about a day later and said, video's gone. No worries, dude. I deleted it. <laughs> that is great. That's man. great. Big Rob. Big Rob is an amazing guy. We need a Big Rob. Lyle, the guy who never smiled on the episode, he reaches out to me every now and then. He's engaged to a chick from Philly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I saw that Russ, uh, Russell moved uh, moved out of the area, too. Out of what area? From, 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 from the TJ Quills, the uh, the manager, Russell, the, the bald-headed oh. kid. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah, he, that seemed like that was the most fun that you had, though, from the, from the one, from the stories that you told me, with with a crew. Well, that, dude, we we went out with we went out with the, the owners of the bar that night, and they were old school friends. These are elementary school guys. They've known each other since elementary school, and we went to this awesome bar with like peanut shells and dirt on the ground, <laughs> and these guys are getting naked doing shots. Elaine Duff, who's one of my favorite mixologists. Standing up on the, uh, she's on the bar, and we're doing flaming car bombs. <laughs> she's got like 20, bo 20 bombs laying across the whole thing. She cracks it open. Next thing you know, there's flames reaching up like four or five feet in the air. The whole place goes completely nuts. The owners of the bar is taking their shirts off. I ended up stealing a shirt off the back of one of the bouncers because I wanted to bath on it. I mean, it was just, the whole episode in New Orleans was just a huge huge party it was absolutely maniacal the whole week it was it was caligula at its finest yes it was awesome man we had such a great you know what the whole what made that show the best for me was the crew the crew were an amazing group of people the, every one of them i mean i i can't think of one person that worked on that show that i did not get along with and that i probably I mean, I'm friends with, like, 90% of them still on Facebook. So if they end up in Philly or if I'm in a town, we were all out in Chicago a couple of weeks ago, and it was, like, me, Nikki Liberato, the whole bunch of guys from the crew, uh, four or five of the other chefs that were on Rescue that were out there with us. I mean, it was just a, it was an amazing time, man. They're just great guys. That made the show what it is for me. You know, right now on our screen, we're on that Bar Rescue Updates uh, website, and we're just looking at some of these – Obviously, you know you followed the sh you followed the show even when you were not on it. Um, what 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 advice do you usually give to people who are watching the show and also bar owners who have been on it or would like to consider going on the show? What advice do you give to them? I mean, one, I I am not involved in bar rescue in any way. Whatsoever. Right, right, not anymore. Everybody You're no longer a part of the show. Right, right. And I and I and I don't watch the show anymore. Okay. Um. So I I don't. I mean, the advice that I tell people is one, you have to make it to three months. Once the show airs, you'll be able to see revenue starting to come back into your property. Accept what was given to you. Back off of your ego for a little while and let the bar speak. You're going to have that revenue stream that's going to come in from the people that just want to see whether or not you've done it. You know, whether you're in a mm -hmm. tiny little town in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, or you're in Denver, 
You know, it doesn't matter. Like, get out there and let it happen. Um, you've got three months before your show typically airs. So trust what, what they're telling you to do and just run with it. Yeah. So. We got, you, got, you got professionals that have done it before um, and had success doing it. So, yeah, I mean, you got to take a step back, throw the ego away, you know, let yeah. it ride. Yeah. I mean, you know, you don't – look, it's not like we, we revamp your entire business. You know, we give you four or five items on the menu that are going to sell. Um, I, when we first did it, we, we only gave you that menu. Like, this is the only menu you're going to run with. We ultimately got to a point that I was like, we got to go – we have to go through P-mixes and the product mix and find out what they're selling. We have to leave them with a with a with a menu that is that is is going to pr- provide revenue. You know, five items on a menu does not provide revenue. So we really started to kind of do that. Um, the drinks that they give are only you know we only give you five drinks. Mm-hmm. So you run those drinks for a while, and then and then you learn from those. You learn what your guests want. It's like anything else. You've got to be mm-hmm. constantly evolving in yeah. this business to stay ahead and stay on the forefront. Yeah, because people are constantly evolving and what they like and what they're they want to you know try or eat or or drink. Exactly, exactly. Has has Russell Davis uh, resurfaced yet? Because the last time we spoke to you, he was stuck on an island with a Tinder girl. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I I'll be honest with you, we haven't spoken. Um, we, uh, you know, I kind of I walked away from Road Rash. Um, it was an awesome show that we did, but we just had a really hard time coordinating time frames for us to get together you guys do a weekly show you guys know what it's like you know and and it's a tough thing to do and it's tough to have uh, you know production schedules and everybody thinks oh hey we just turn we just flip a switch and we go live you know there's production schedules and there's guests and there's research and there's a lot of things that go into that production um so uh, you know uh, unfortunately we had to kind of stop the show just because russell was on the road so much we didn't really have the opportunity to get back together to make that happen. Um, and Russell's been so busy. You know, we talked for a couple, a little bit a couple months ago just about the show and about how each other's doing. Um, we just haven't had an opportunity to talk. We've been so absolutely crazy. And now that I've got my own show going on, um, you know, I'm just kind of focusing on that. And no, no more nightmare dating stories, right? No, you know, I've been so busy. I really haven't had an opportunity to go out. You know, I, I went out. I went out the other night with uh, a couple weeks ago with somebody, and and I knew it was going to be a shit show. Um, she started drinking way too early, uh, and, and 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 I, I don't want to be the father figure. I was a year older than the woman, but I was like, you know, maybe we slow down a little bit. How about a glass of water? <laughs> you know, maybe that's the direction we need to go. And 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 she kind of looked at me and made fun of me and you know she was a puddle by the time we got home by the time she got dropped off let's put it that way yeah so. dragged out of the cab or the car yeah you know <laughs> I, took, I actually took a video a couple nights ago I was, at the, I was leading the billy joel concert and i took a video of a girl vomiting the entire way down the street and like <laughs> cleaning out of the back of an uber she didn't have and a big I, rob i love billy man she, she, she didn't have a big rob <laughs> no there was no big rob <laughs> too bad for her right yeah. she needed a big rob oh, man, man you know how was the concert yeah. Amazing, you know. I mean, Billy Joel was great. I mean, the guy's been, you know, the guy's been around since the early '70s, and and he uh, he he hopped up on stage at, at at 67, which is what he is now. And he said, "Look, you know, most artists get up here and they say, hey, I want you to hear my new album, my new song." He said, "I haven't had a hit since 1996, so I'm just going to play whatever I want. Be in three hours." That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's and amazing. It was awesome. You know, he played every single song. People were up and 
Um, I was at Citizens Bank Park. I was row nine. I had amazing seats wow. thanks to my friend. Yeah. And, uh, and I was on the end, uh, and I'm no stranger to a little dancing and having some fun. So security was actually kicking people out of the aisles until we got up and started dancing. And uh, they actually let us kind of kind of do our own thing in the aisles. That was a blast, man. Was <laughs> Which is crazy. cool, man. I don't even keep people out for having a good time at a concert. I mean, it's music. It's yeah. supposed to be, like, you know, vibrant well, through people, you know? You know what's so funny is there was a couple that was in front of our group. And uh, when I first got there, the guy kind of looked around. He's like, I'm with my girlfriend. She's drunk. She's in the bathroom already. <laughs> and I joked around, and I looked at a friend of mine who was next to me, and I said, you know, we may need help. Each, we may need to help each other carrying these people out of here. Mm-hmm. And so when we uh, we all had gone up to the bathroom, we came back down, and he was gone. Um, he came back down, and his girlfriend sat next to him. She threw up on the floor. Uh, so he was furious with her. He was pissed yeah, off. I'm sure, you know. No end. But but here's my thing with this. And I and I and I, I about a half hour to 45 minutes later, like they cleaned everything up and. And they were sitting down, and you could tell she was so upset. They're at this show. They didn't, they, you know, these were not cheap seats. Yeah, I was about to say that, too. Yeah. They were in eighth row. So I looked at the guy. I, I, I turned around, or I walked in front of the two of them, and I put my hand on both of their shoulders, and I said, look, life is too short. Apologize to him for getting drunk. Apo- you know, accept her apology and just love her. You guys are at the Billy Joel concert, man. Have some fun. And you could see, like, that's all she wanted. And he was just too much of a, he just was too prideful. To I was stubborn, that. huh? And he just kind of, she looked at him and she started to cry a little bit. And she's like, I love you. I'm so sorry. And then he grabbed her hand and they left. It was probably like their so, ten, like their 20th anniversary. You know, you know, it, was, it was all the money in his bank account he spent on these tickets. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> too short, man. Don't, yeah, no. don't wait. Don't waste it on anger. No, I, I agree. I mean, at least she bounced back, too. I mean, I've been to a, a Chili Peppers concert with a bunch of people before, and I've seen a girl, same thing, man, drunk, passed out throughout the whole concert. I mean, she was sitting down in the seat. You know, she had the whole neck back looking at, you know, looking at the sky, and she was done. She missed a whole Chili Pepper concert. That's a shame. And, and you know what? But here's the deal. It sucks for her. Definitely. That sucks for her. And you know what? Everybody else around her had fun. Oh, yeah. But, you know, why don't hold the Oh, yeah, I know, right? short, man. Everybody's so angry these days. Yeah, no, it's true, man. It's, it's true. It's, all, but it's, it's still better than a Dave Matthews concert where the band actually gives out blunts to everybody. You know? oh, <laughs> really? Wow. I could go to that concert. I was going to say, are they playing at PNC? <laughs> well, you just missed it. <laughs> well, well, Duff, I don't know if you'd be up for seeing Billy again, but you got to see him at the Garden, Madison Square Garden. Oh, my God, I couldn't, dude, I couldn't even imagine. I heard he's pretty sick. Well, I yeah. will tell you. He's playing once a month there no through way. the rest of this year. No way. Is he really? Yes, he once is. Once a month? He, he, I'm, I'm, on, stu- I'm on StubHub right now. By yeah. the way, this part of the show is brought to you by StubHub. Um, <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, he's, he has one on uh, July 20th. There's another one August 9th, September 30th, October 25th, uh, November 30th, and on my birthday, December 17th. He must live right, right down the street from it or something. I, I mean, yeah, well, he, 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 yeah. well, he lives in Long Island. Yeah, he lives yeah, in Long Island, yeah. so it's right there. He's so, yeah, I'm definitely doing one concert this year if it's to see him. Uh, you know, I would love to, but uh, I mean, I mean, I don't know if I can give blood though. I don't know if it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think my birthday that's the one I want to go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, so. he's you know what, you know what, he's an icon, man. No, yeah. oh, yeah, he is. And not only that, but he's like, he's like, he's like an everybody icon. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows his music, 
him. Yeah. So, uh, well, we just had Paul McCartney. I didn't go. And I was about to say, and his thing is right here too, Paul McCartney. Paul, <laughs> Paul McCartney. You seen you two? I would love those. No. Yeah, love it. That's one that uh, I want to see them too. I, you know, we we were talking about going to see Coldplay this weekend originally too. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I'm not really. I'm I, not. I do Coldplay. It's it's a good concert. They're playing at the uh, Giant Stadium where the uh, or MetLife. MetLife. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's you talking about JetLife Stadium over there. He's he's a Jet fan, and since the Giants and Jets share the same building here, Jeff, you made a mistake. It's Jeff. It's JetLife Stadium, not MetLife. You know, it's not for nothing. (laughs) If the Jets had a pack, uh, one of my dear dear friends owns a vodka (laughs) that's called Cavada, and actually they're from Brooklyn. And uh, it's it's a very good friend of mine. It's her brother that owns this company called Kabata. It is the it is the house vodka for MetLife Stadium. Oh, nice. Nice, nice. I don't really drink vodka, but next time I'm there, I'm definitely checking it out. Uh, I love Kibata. tasting new stuff. The cool stuff about it, we got we should get them to send you guys a couple bottles. It actually has a light up on the bottom of it. It's it's made for nightclubs. Oh, that's cool. So that is cool. Light on the bottom of it that shines through. It's awesome stuff. I'll take a picture in a minute and I'll tweet it out. Yeah, please do. Please do. Yeah, please do. Hashtag uh, off top if you can. Yeah. That'd be great. Well, uh, Randy, send me the stuff. Send me the tags and I'll do it. You got it. Definitely will. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we should definitely tell that I'm actually making my bed while I'm speaking to you. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> hey, you got to whistle while you work, Chef. You know what I mean? Hey, but, but, <laughs> by the way, by the way, Chef, if, if you you know if the Jets get re- angry enough to le- and have to leave that stadium, <laughs> but they'll just pack up their one championship banner <laughs> and then just be right on their way. <laughs> hold on, Chef. I'm gonna have to uh, put this one on hold. <laughs> gonna jump across this uh, table at Randy over there. Yeah, he's a diehard Jet fan. Yeah. Poor kid. Yeah, I'm ha- hasn't seen success since no. 1969. Ever. Ever, ever. You know, that was before I was born, so <laughs> never have I seen success. <laughs> the closest I've seen is uh, Chad Pennington. You know, he's the well, most efficient quarterback uh, ever. Obviously, right there, Duff, Duff being from, from Philly, yeah. Eagle fan, um, you know, it's funny. I went the, to. It's, by the way, it's the Eagles out there. I'm the, just throwing the it Eagles. out there for you. Chef, chef yeah, might like that. That's if you're like from a. From like Blocks of Philadelphia. <laughs> 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 but oh, I, I ran in. I, 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 I ran into uh, Vince Papali. <laughs> oh, he's awesome. He is the nicest guy in the world. I was like, dude, I loved your movie. And for a minute there, he looked at me like I had no idea. Like, like he had no idea what he was talking about. He's like, oh, the Invincible movie. I was like, yeah. yeah. He's like. He's like, yeah, thank you. He's like, he's like, it's not fully accurate, but thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, well, And I'll tell you what, a very good friend of mine, a woman named Jen Groover, who is a motivational speaker, and she's a, a total, total entrepreneur and, and, and all for women's empowerment and in business and whatnot. She's very good friends with the Papali, but I was the chef for a restaurant group, and Mark uh, Wahlberg and Vince Papali came in one night into the property and I'll tell you what, Mark the whole time was like, where's Vince? Get Vince. Vince needs to be here with me. Why isn't he in here yet? Get him in here immediately. Like, he was so concerned about making sure that Vince was taken care of. It was awesome. It was really, really cool to watch. You know what I mean? To watch a major A-list star like that take such good care of somebody of a character that he was playing was just amazing. It was really, really a neat thing to watch. So, so have, you, have you met Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cool dude. He looks like a really like nice guy. Like every bit of what you're talking about in person, too. You know. Yeah, real nice guy. I mean, you know, look, everybody's a character, and everybody plays a part in this business that we're in. That that you know, this this kind of weird world that we're in of, of mm-hmm. TV and 
and, and media and whatnot. So everybody's got their own part. We all lead our lives that are a little bit different mm -hmm. at home. You know, everybody thinks I'm this crazy partier, but in reality, I'm a dad. Um, I'm no stranger to partying. He is a super nice guy. From the couple minutes that I met him, I can't you know, talk about him as if he's my best friend. Mm -hmm. I met him for a couple minutes, really nice guy. Seemed very, very interested in me and what I was doing. Um, it wasn't about him. He wasn't there. Uh, he, he wears gloves and doesn't shake a lot of people's hands. He doesn't like that. Um, he took his gloves off when he shook my hands. I took that as a sign of respect. So, you know, hey, that's all I really know about him. Nice detail. Pretty cool. Yeah. Now, Duff, November 6th. We want you to keep that date free. This is the year we're going to make this happen. Giants, Eagles. Okay. Up here yeah. at the Meadowlands. Up here at the Meadowlands. We've got to make this happen this year. Okay. Let me see what I I'm, I'm opening a restaurant in Tampa that week. Okay. But you never know. It's a restaurant that's opening in Tampa. There could be a delay. Hopefully there's a delay. We really want this to be a delay, just so you guys know. Because <laughs> <laughs> really, I'm opening my place the first week of October. Uh -huh. Okay. So that means I'm going to leave my restaurant a a week after we open to head down to Tampa mm -hmm. another property so we want to be late oh yeah well I can only imagine that so, okay so that might be that might be a tough time to try and pull that one off I can sneak out for a night to go to an Eagles game don't worry about that yeah, but yeah. trust and we'll, and we'll, we'll do the, the master of all tailgates yeah I'm fine with that as long as I don't have to pay <laughs> well, now has that happened though like when you've gone to like other people's you know tailgates or parties or something like that and then you taste their cooking and you're like eh, you know it's not as not as good as mine probably all the time i don't judge <laughs> i don't because it's not my place to judge them you know they invited me people get more freaked out than anything else i'm a really simple dude i love a good burger i love some good barbecue mm -hmm. good ribs and stuff like that i don't judge stuff like that so okay well, you're gonna have to try my bagel burger <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> awesome. That, at least you get. The, hopefully, it gives you the everything bagel, not just the plain though. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you got it. Yeah, I know. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm his, you know, co-host over here. I, what do I get? Keep in mind, he forgot. <laughs> he forgot the burgers tonight. L listen, <laughs> chef. chef I'm, I, the burgers I was gonna get. I'm, I'm almost positive you're familiar with this place. So, is White Mana. White Mana? Yeah, no, I've heard of it. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna you go know, get this I'm burger. Not, if I'm coming up there, I'm going to Harold's. Not for a burger. I'm going to Harold's for a sandwich and some matzo ball soup. Oh, hell yeah. Harold's, okay. Harold's oh, because the, the, the portion size at Harold's, you have to understand, is amazing. Really? It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah okay. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like two pounds of meat or something, maybe, and they give you two pieces of bread. Yeah. You have to mm. extra bread when you order. Yeah, I, I ordered a turkey sandwich. It was like a two-pound turkey yep. sandwich. Yep, that's it. You probably knocked out right after Oh, that, my right? God. <laughs> I, I didn't want it. I was in a food coma. I didn't want to be bothered for like two weeks. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. <laughs> so, <laughs> Duff, man, well, let's tell everybody where they can find you and some and, and some run down some quick projects real quick. Absolutely, I'm, I'm I'm pretty easy to find. I'm Chef Brian Duffy on Facebook. I am Chef Bri Duff on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Uh, you can check out the new restaurant. It's called Flying Fish Craft House. We open up in fall 2016. The website for that is FF Craft House, and that's FF as in Frank Flying Fish, Flying Fish Craft House dot com. And we'll see you guys there. Awesome, man. And I'm, I'm, I'm texting you right now our, uh, our our Twitter handles as well as the uh, hashtag right now. Awesome. I'll send you guys a picture of this stuff and get them to uh, – we'll see what we can do to get them to get you guys some vodka. Beautiful. Awesome, man. Beautiful, I appreciate man. it. Thanks a lot, Chef. Guys, have a good night. Good Thanks for talking to you, man. Thanks again, man. Bye-bye. Bye. Got to love that guy, man. Dude, I figured it was a nice surprise for you. <laughs> and I was – you know it's always a nice surprise talking to Chef, man. He's yeah. a cool – 
awesome I had to shut guy. off Facebook halfway through, and then Jesse messages me through like while I was, I was like, "Hi, uh-huh. Jess, how you doing? <laughs> I'm on the radio. I can't make this." <laughs> yeah, not happening right yeah. now. I'm sorry. Yeah, but, but, the chef but he was awesome, and I, uh, yeah, if you guys want to react to that? That's fine. I don't yeah. know if you can really like propose that he's going to send vodka to us. On yeah, 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 yeah. But, but uh, that's hey, so cool. listen, you know, I, I'll, I mean, I'll, hey, I don't mind, you know, heading out to a a club and you know, trying a little vodka drink. You or heard him. He and I have been trying now for. Yeah. Close to three years to try and meet up. Yeah. It's, it's impossible. Duff, man. Hey, listen, when you're when you're Chef Duff, man, you got your hands in a lot of things. You know, you're, you're doing this, you're doing that. You got you're a busy man. You're a busy man. You know, not, not that you're not, not but not as not. busy as him. He's telling stories about New Orleans. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, he's I was like, so I went down the street earlier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he's opening up Tijuana. He's opening up in you know Philly. He's opening up in Tampa. This guy's this guy's just traveling around right there, man. That's not easy. Open up. I've I've been in the restaurant business, you know, if I, I've probably said before, but I've been in the restaurant business for a little while now myself, and I've seen some stores open. It's uh, it's not easy, man. It's it's a lot of dedication. There's a lot of hard work that goes into that. It's not just, you know, putting together a menu and throwing it out there and saying, all right, hopefully people come. No, there's a lot that goes into it. All right, well, we still have a little bit of work to do, so I think we're going to – it's 8.53. Um, oh, I'm getting close, huh? Wow, where does time go? <laughs> it happens when you have Duffy on the That's phone true. for a half hour, 40 minutes. So let's really quickly do this. Um Right. We didn't get to finish the schedules, Giants. Really quickly, uh, let's just do the Giants schedule. Yeah, let's uh, do it. Let's do it. I, I'll say the game. You say win-loss. We went through this one. Okay, and then we'll do really quickly. We'll do top five. We'll do the top five stadium foods, and then we'll do song of the week, which – I mean, if if you want, we could do – let's do Giants. Maybe we could skip top five food. I mean, uh, top five uh, – We'll do, we'll do top five next week. Yeah, Giant schedule. I think that's something we could talk about a little Giants, bit, you know? Giant schedule we'll do, we'll, is brought to you by uh, Brazilian – uh, Grail Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu School, Caldwell, New Jersey. Check him out real quick. Qu- big shout-out to uh, my teacher, Joaquim. Uh, he is uh, – I'm learning so much. I'm doing things that I never dreamed that I'd be able to do. I can't say enough. I'm going to cut this little clip of audio for him so I can build his ego up even more because he's that good of a teacher, and I really appreciate him. From the bottom of my heart, it's he's awesome. so much f- it's, it's so much fun to work with him. Yeah. This, this we always laugh about one thing. Somebody will say something to him in the class, whether it's um, this guy Nick or one of the girls in the class would say something to him, and he just gets a little not frustrated, but it's like you know, it's like they won't leave the topic alone. And he always laughs at me because then he looks at me and I'm like, all right, I know, I know, go down for go down for push-ups. I yeah, know, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, just you know, it's just the way it is, you know. Um, Drop it, give me twenty. Yeah. And you're like, all right. And I'm just, right, I'm gotcha. just so excited to be going to class twice a week. Yeah. It's something to look forward yeah. to for me, and he makes it great. So. Um, that's our shout out. Shout oh, that's out our shout, shout out. That's my right. shout out of the week. Is, is, is Jakeem. Okay. You can't say enough good things about Jakeem. So, thank you for that. All right, uh, Giant schedule. Um, I'm going to keep count and say I'll say the team they're Let's playing at Cowboys. Opening at Cowboys. I say I think that's a win. I'm going to go ahead and you know I'd be. I would get killed by a couple people if I said it's going to be a win. So I'm going to go ahead with a loss on this one. You're going to loss? Okay. Got it, man. Hey, listen, Ezekiel Elliott under that, over that, you know, with that line, I think that. Yeah, you know what, though? They they have a lot of things to figure out, that Cowboys team. Cowboys I, team. I think, I think the Giants have less to figure out. I think this team, it's, it's really interesting to see how well, how quickly the Giants defense, with, especially with a short training camp. Yeah. To see how quickly this Giants team blends together. So the defense is what you said right there. I think it's key in what it, my in my opinion too as well. Well, That's when right. we're sitting in the press box last yeah. season, and every home game you're like, "Well, the Giants got a lead with two minutes to go." I'm like, "Don't worry, they're on defense. They're, yeah. It's just you know." See, that's, that's you know that's what makes me weary. That's why I give them that loss in that game. Yeah, and I, so I feel like that. You know, Tony Romo was healthy. I, as much healthy. as many questions as the Cowboys had during the offseason, the Giants had just as many. Yeah. Um, game two. So I have I have one. I know you have them own one. 
Uh, New Orleans Saints at the Meadowlands. I think that's a win. The Saints don't yeah. play well on the road, no. and they don't look anything like the Saints team that won the no, Super Bowl. One hundred percent. Drew Brees is, he doesn't look the same anymore. Yeah. So I'm going two and zero. Oh, you're one and one. Uh, home for the Redskins. The Redskins are notoriously bad in the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with the Giants. Oh my God, I have the Giants at three and zero. Oh, this uh, is not good. Yeah, yeah. Giants at three and zero. Maybe I, I should re- rethink I, that Cowboy game. Yeah, I, I think um, we got to go back to that. I, I, I have them at two and one. I got them beating uh, the Redskins, of course, too, as well. Um, they're at the Vikings. Could be interesting. I'm not going to give them the head, the, the definite I th- win. I on think this that's. One. I think that's a loss. Really? So you're. I, I think so because. I th- obviously we have to see what the Vikings do the first yeah, three yeah, games. Yeah, of course. But Adrian Peterson, they played very well last year. They were quietly really good. They were quietly very good last year. Yeah. And that looks like it's a team that's just going to give the Giants issues. Yeah. Um, I can so definitely see them, you know. Because the Giants did enough defensively to help stop the passing game. Yeah. But that running game with Adrian Peterson, it's, it's dangerous. No, it definitely is. I could see the, the you know Minnesota coming to New York as a dog and uh, end up it's winning that it's game. It's in Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, it's in Minnesota? Yeah. That's oh, my why, fault. That's why it's like Definite win then. Yeah, for Minnesota. Yeah, I, I was borderline if it was hit in New York, but definite win in Minnesota. Next week, Sunday Night Football at Green Bay. Oh. I think I still feel that Aaron. I still feel that Aaron Rodgers is the most overrated quarterback in football. Um, we'll, I, we'll get into I, that I, next I week, go, guys. This show's over. We are talking about Jordan Rodgers, his brother, uh, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I'm. I think that's a tough game. Yeah. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. That's a that's a loss. And I'm still. So I'm gonna have. Mm-hmm. A, I'm gonna go win. I'm gonna go three. Th- <laughs> really? <laughs> oh no! I'm gonna go win for Green Bay. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yes. I'm going. Yeah. You're going loss for Giants. Yeah, actually. Going, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. I got um, you. Against Baltimore, I think that's a win. Yeah. Me too. Um, they're at the Rams in London, so I'm gonna say that's gonna be a win, win. too. Win. Sure. So I, okay. So then there's that's their bye week. So I have them one, two, three. I have them. Five. I have them five and two. I got them maybe five and two also. Actually, yeah, I think you're at five and two as well. I got the Cowboys loss. I got the Green Bay loss. Minnesota loss. Three. I'm, okay, I'm. You're 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 four and three. Yeah, I'm five and two. You're yeah. four and three. Okay, then they're they're they were against the Eagles, which is always a tough rivalry at mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a win. So they're playing I, home, you said, right? Yeah, I'm with you. So so they're six and two in the first eight. Then they're um, home for the Bengals for Monday Night Football, which is a real tough game. And I, I, I think that's I think that's a, I, that might be. The Giants play well at home. Bengals two and zero in uh, that light this year. I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt and and give them the win. Giants the win. Ooh, okay. All right, you're gonna go. I like yep. it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go lost though. Okay, I'm, you're gonna I'm go gonna, lost, yeah. and then I'm gonna go win the following week against the Bears as well, because the Bears are depleted football team. Yeah, I mean. Phew. Then they have a trap game against the Browns in Cleveland. Still, I mean, you can't really give yeah. that to Cleveland, though, man. It's tough. It, it's a trap. I think game. it'll be close, but it's I think a, the Giants will win. It's a trap game for sure. They're gonna, you're gonna lose by the points. I'm gonna, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna change my mind and go uh, loss against the Bengals. Yeah. And then I'm gonna give them the, give them the Bears, give them the Browns. And then they're at the Steelers in the beginning of December. Ooh, and that's okay. A, and that's and that's a toss up. Beginning uh, in in Pittsburgh, right? It's at Pittsburgh. Mm, yeah, I'm gonna have to go lost on that one. You're yeah. gonna go lost there. It's uh, tough. And then they're home for the Cowboys, which I think is, is a win. I think they always split, so I think uh, Cowboys take the first game. Yeah, I think Giants I, I will have take them. The second. So I have them sweeping this year, and I usually don't say that. But yeah, this year they're sweep- I think they're gonna sweep. It's this tough. Year. They usually split almost every year. Um, then they're home for the, the what's left of the Lions. Um, so Ooh, I, I, yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go yeah. win. Hmm. I'm gonna go win against the Lions. The Lions, they didn't like just 
break that franchise up after this, <laughs> yeah. after Calvin left? I thought they only play on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Thanksgiving Day game. Then, and then they have a, a Sunday night, uh, <laughs> they have a game on December 22nd against, they're at the Eagles. I think they're going to lose that game. They usually lose one. I can see them losing December 22nd in Philly. And, and then, then they have the Redskins, which... Uh, and they're at the Redskins. I'm going to give the Redskins the win at their home. No, nah, I'm going to go ahead and say the sweep for the Giants. Really? I'm, okay. I'm going to give them the sweep with the uh, Redskins. I have them. I think I have them at 11 and five. Yeah. So you have them at you have you have them at 10 and six. Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're, we're one game off. Yeah. That's not bad. No, no, it's not. I mean, a 10 and six. It's definitely a you know a plausible idea that they might be going to the playoffs and for the wild card. You know, I, one of the wild card spots. I think th- I think they're going to win the division. At 10 and six. Yes. I don't know, man. I think 11, 12 games wins the division but with the Cowboys. But, but, but the Cowboys, I can't see the Cowboys winning this division. Really? See, I, 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 gotta, I would have to look over the Cowboys schedule again yeah, uh, more closely. Sure. I haven't really I haven't really looked at it, but in my opinion, I really love Elliott behind that line, man. I assume you're such a great team with him. And I, if if Tony Romo can, you know, be with Tony Romo can be when he's, when he's solid. That's the problem. You know? I'm not sure he could be. And then, but they have receivers. They have, they have, uh, still got some, they have, you know, Bryant. They got, uh, who else they got over there? That's it, Bryant. <laughs> Terrence, Williams. <laughs> no, they have Terrence Williams. They brought somebody else in, too. They, uh, they drafted. <laughs> who else they got? Yeah. No, that's about it. Uh, that's Bryant. That's it. Um, <laughs> T- they brought yeah. T.O. back, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. T.O. was at the awards last year. Last yeah, night. yeah, Thomas Owens. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Thomas, Thomas Owens. Yeah. T.O. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's, all, <laughs> that's all they got. Wow. That's cool. All right. So 10 and 6 for me, uh, 11, and, 11 and 5 for you. I, it's, yeah, I think I think that's about accurate. Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be close. I mean, I, either or, I, I don't think we're that far off where, you know, we're going to be so wrong when at the end of the season. Um, I think that's it. That's, is that what we have for tonight? That's all we have. Can we? We can't go another hour or so. No, no I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably starving right I'm, now. I'm starving. I, I, I depraved you of these burgers I've been talking about for two months. <laughs> Song of the week this week is brought to you by Performance Ford and Lincoln, Randolph, New Jersey. You can afford a, a Ford or Lincoln at Performance Ford or and Lincoln. Um, song of the week this week, you know we we, you know uh, we played enough Billy Joel before. I just don't want to. So go no more Billy Joel, huh? I'm done with Billy Joel. I'm gonna go Dave Matthews since Ooh, we were talking about Dave yeah, Matthews. Yeah, you like Dave. You should. You I like Dave. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll let you pick it. Where are you going? Or Gray Street? Easy one right there. I'm going. I'm going with Gray Street. I'm going Gray Street over here. All right, Gray Street, Song of the Week, uh, brought to you by Performance Board and Lincoln. We'll see you next week on uh, Off Topic. Hashtag Off Topic, Randy BSP, at Steve Spanip. Check us out during the week. You we'll see you later. Guy. I know you did. I know you did. I saw you. <laughs> no, I think I stinks. <laughs> <laughs> see you guys later next week, guys.
Live in concert. Saturday, July.